0: Me and Mo and Gildy this morning, it was pretty good. <laughs> and I guess he took some of that like personal, too. See, it's just, it's a radio show, Mo. See, I guess he understands it's a radio show until his name gets made. Am I carving him again on the now that I'm back? That's bad. Even though he was ripping Joe in ass, picking a page out of my book. Now, how come if I rip Joe Zagaki and say so he's the most boring person on the face of the earth, that makes me a prick and a son of a bitch. But if he does it, it's funny. Can you explain that to me? Well, you probably can't because you got big problems with him anyway. Did you at
1: least go in and wish him happy birthday? No, and nobody brought the card by or And how about when he money? came in
0: here to uh, give me that song and dance about my asking for a truce or some crap? Uh Did you uh, have any conversation there?
1: <laughs> I'm afraid to talk to the man. And why is that? Oh, he's a scary guy. You think he might misconstrue everything that you say? I... I don't want to take the chance. The screw part being
0: the obvious part. But you should be very happy because he said this morning that he backed off and that it was the right thing to do and uh, there would have been nothing accomplished. Well, What's I would have loved to, to for it? his
1: birthday present, but nobody approached me. I had they, ten bucks all out. They actually
0: did fax me in Toronto, and I was afraid that you had sent me the fax, and so I immediately schmidt-canned it because I thought well, you wanted me to make a shtick about it again. I thought, well, this guy just doesn't learn his lesson, you know, sending me mo-faxes up here in Toronto. So that came across my fax up there on Friday, and I immediately uh, went in the circular file. But it did say at the bottom of this uh, page, it says, please help us celebrate Mo's 69th birthday on uh, Monday. <laughs> I should have asked him this morning, but that would have been, that would have been cruel and unusual punishment even for him. I should have asked him which birthday it was. I mean, this, this November I'll be 60, the big six, oh! and I guarantee he's a lot older than I am. <laughs> Wouldn't you say? I don't think there's a question. There's no doubt about it. Let's take a poll in the building, okay? Who's older? And you know, another one. I don't know who old, how old he is, because he's, he just doesn't change that much. The humper, because I've known Hank for like uh, I don't know twenty. He's years. always looked that age, whatever. You know, he is you weren't gonna say that age. You were gonna say that fat. You know damn well that's what you were gonna say. I saw it wasn't. See, this is not like my being in Toronto. I'm sitting here looking at your ugly stale puss, and you were gonna between the that and age, there was like a, a mini pause. A little mini me pause. I wasn't going
1: to say a thing about
0: his weight. And you weren't. But he doesn't change a lot. So I, I, Hank could be like, I don't know, he could be like 55. He could be, uh, 61 or 2. I don't, I don't know. Is he sensitive about that? I don't think so. Not Hank. <laughs> well, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Hank's a sport. Hank knows how to talk. Hank's got a sense of humor. Like Hank, Hank and I and Mandy. See, the three of us, we got the right attitude. And that is that life is sweet. Enjoy it. You know? That's, that's my attitude. I have and no, Joe Rose? He I have was no really complaints. Cool. The little dog, right. he's, although he's not too happy. Don't get me started, okay? He's not too happy with that TV business. He wants back on the radio is what I'm hearing. See, you're gonna get me started again and Mo's gonna come in tomorrow and blame you for it. <laughs> I got my whole stack of stuff here. I got this bilingual crap. I haven't even gotten the poll out yet for today. Well,
1: I didn't know about the Joe Rose thing.
0: He wants back on the mornings? I, I don't know. That, that's the rumor. I forget who started that. I I didn't start it. Maybe one of the underlings did. No. I think you started it. But the rumor is that Joe is not too happy with his TV gig at Channel 6 and that he's a missus being on the air on the radio and he would like to be back on a morning show. Oh, Maybe I think it was Hank was saying that. I think the Humper's the one (laughs) that uh, started that rumor about Joe wants back on the mornings. But see, Mo, this is is what makes this place so much fun. That's why we still have these gigantic ratings. In fact, when Scroon was in here with the sales department sucking my leg for uh, 20 minutes here this morning... That's what we were talking We were all laughing our asses off, the fact that the ratings keep coming out, and we keep going higher and higher, and nobody can figure out why. I said it's like having a gun to your head to try to blow your brains out, and the gun, the gun keeps jamming. You keep missing. We keep doing everything in our power to self-destruct, and somehow we just can't do it. So our heartfelt congratulations to Greg for doing such a great job of trying to self-destruct. Can't quite accomplish the deed, but, and I think Muff is the uh, Gay Days, by the way. He just wants to get out there. and Oh, and Disney, by the word on the street, you know, that guy that called it about the word on the street. I've only been back since Saturday morning, but three, two, two days plus. The word on the street is that uh, the party's over. <laughs> the party, just like I said yeah. on Friday, the party is over. Make no mistake about it. And because they play the same stinking songs over and over again. They play the same 20 songs. That's my opinion. I'm Mike Disney. So if you look at those numbers for April, boy, you can already see the trend is like uh, you're finished. So he can get all eu- euphoric and emotional. You got, when the next trend comes out, he's going to be puking in that wastebasket over there in the Cox building. I guarantee you that. He's got a lot of practice at that, old Disney. See, if he would listen to those of us who know, in fact, i got CDs here all over the place, some great European music and a lot of that great new trans stuff that they won't play, stuff that they never heard of over there. <coughs> so that's the word on the street, is that the people that were enchanted with their music and with the fact that they weren't, and, and let me say something else, Mike. You know, all the shots in the world at power about how many spots they're playing, they might have been very creative and very funny and amusing for a few minutes at the beginning. Nobody cares anymore. It's old news. You can bellyache about the fact that you're playing more music than they are, but the fact of the matter is you're playing the same 20 records, and nobody wants to hear that crap anymore. That's my opinion. I'm Mike Disney. 9.27 at 5.60 WQAM. Got to see my good buddy Troy the Skinhead this morning. Good Troy Stratford. One of his accounts, Brandy Shoes. Boy, we love Brandy's. They love us. They've been on the show for a coon's age. Oh, sorry, Troy. When you shop for quality footwear selection, and professional service are always important to you. But the thing that most people look for is price. At Brandy's Shoes, you'll find the biggest selection of great men's and women's shoes, the best service in town, and the best prices anywhere in the universe, period. And we're talking not some off-brands, but we're talking the best names in the shoe business like Rockports, SAS, Sperry's, Timberland, Naturalizer, and lots more. And with their humongous selection, you'll almost never hear, sorry, we don't have that style in your size. So find out why most of their customers at Brandy's not only keep coming back, but usually buy a whole bunch of shoes on each visit, some that even match. Brandy's is open daily, 9 till 9, Sundays, 10 till 5, and you'll find them at 1290 North Federal Highway in pristine. Pompano Beach. Be sure and tell them that old Neil and Troy Stratford said you by to Brandy Shoes and Pompano.
2: Right! Hey, it's Howard. Howard David.
3: We now take you live to Mike Tyson's training camp where he prepares for his battle against Lennox Lewis at the Pyramid Arena, Memphis, Tennessee, June
0: 8, 8th, 2002.
4: All right, Nick, Slocky Marciano, come out yeah, up yeah. here. Yeah, Mickey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, re- I'm ready. Slocky Marciano,
5: I'll
3: punch you I'm in. ready, yeah, I'm ready. Right, for right, you right, Mike. Right, I'm ready for
4: you, Mike. Are you ready to spawn,
3: Mike? Yeah, Mickey, I'm ready, I'm ready, man. You're, You're ready. my yeah. sparring partner. Yeah, I'm ready. All right, look, yeah.
4: we're just having a little problem. Yeah, here. hey, he's I... on, Mike. I can take care of yeah, him. No yeah, yeah, right.
6: yeah, yeah,
4: I love you. You Yeah, I love all your energy, kid. Yeah, I got to stay. Away from him, all right. Just jab from far away.
3: Hey, get in close against me, Schlocky. I'll it. No, you don't you want something. to get in close. I'm a fighter. I'm a fighter. I can take him. I can you take him. You know what i Bring it on. He he's body. been eating all his sparring partners. Here you go, <laughs> I'm ready for the next one. Oh, that's a good boxer. Hey, right, Jack Rabbit Fisher, you're next. Bring him up. Bring him
0: up. This is incredible. I uh, just got a fax. Uh, it's a bio of Hank, but I don't think this has got Hank's uh, age on it, does it? It says, Hank Goldberg joined ESPN2 uh, uh, 1993, frequent contributor to ESPN Sports Radio. Uh, um, plus, this is old. It says he continues to uh, host Sports Radio QM's Afternoon Drive 4-7 to seven program Hammer Time. He also works for Bieber Silverstein. He doesn't work for Bieber Silverstein anymore, does he? He hasn't worked for them in a long time. Don't I Don't know. think. And he worked at IOD and TVJZ. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, it does have his bi- uh, birthday on here. How do you like that? Now, would he be upset with me putting this on the air, you think? I don't think so. And even if he is, too bad, Hank. He's older than I am. Ready for that? The Humper. Hey, stop it. Was born, born on the 4th of July. Hey. Now, how come he never told us that? Oh, and before I go into the thing about Hank, I must say this. I, I'm actually almost in shock. It takes a lot to shock me that Moe actually thought I ripped him in there this morning. I thought we had a good
1: time. Sounded like chummy.
0: And that's Chum why up. he walked in here later during that break and said to me, well, I guess it was almost indignantly, I thought you wanted a truce. As if, uh Mo, you just don't get it. It's radio. It's entertainment. We're having fun over here, okay? Rip, rip me all you want. I'll rip you. You rip me. It's a radio show. It's not personal. I mean, just because you turned 71 today is no the reason to take it out on me. I can't control the hands of time. God. I thought we had, I thought we had fun. Didn't it sound like uh, it fun? to you? of course. Chinese, I mean, what do you, you know? Well, you, know yeah, you don't exactly. like spicks anyway. That's why I won't speak to Miguel either. Born July 4th. And I didn't tell you the year yet. No. He attended Duke University, a 1963 graduate of NYU. The Humper was born in 1940. So that means on the fourth of July he'll be sixty two. Well now what did I say a minute ago? I said he could be like sixty he could be fifty five to sixty one or two. Didn't I say that? Yes. But he looks the same as he did, you know, several years ago. Right. To me, I mean to me he looks like Hank. The same chubby, jolly. Right. So there you go. We're not embarrassed to give our age. I'll be 60 on November 5th. Hank is like a couple of years older. And inquiring inquiring minds want to know how old some other people are. You know, this business of Barry Jackass says so-and-so is like in his uh, mid-50s. Yeah, like I'm 35, too. So anyway, just to show you that I do lose touch with what's going on down here, the first thing that I noticed, Saturday's newspaper, the herald in the business, it just the paper was laying there, and it just happened to be the business section was sitting on top. Otherwise, I wouldn't have even seen this, because who the hell wants to look at the business section? Anybody out there want to look at business? No. No, thank you. And here's this woman who looks like she attended a lot of those potluck suppers, although I shouldn't probably say that. What is her name? Sharon Hadar. And she's holding up a big sign that says, Bell South Unfair, firing English speakers but keep Spanish speakers. Oh, yeah, they had did that you, on the local news. Did you see uh, this? News yeah. right. And I thought to myself, boy, things sure have changed here. (laughs) Yeah, I sure have missed a lot. (coughs) It's never going to change. So that's going to be our poll today, as a matter of fact. Language issue divides, says. So let me ask you this before I get into the story. Does it sound any different than it does when
1: I'm up there? You know what? I think you have a better microphone up there.
7: (laughs) Yeah. I do. Like I said,
1: I think I have to leave tomorrow morning.
0: It could be, because everything I have up there is brand new. Certainly have a much nicer setup. Really? Nicer furniture. Oh, yeah. You'd be very impressed. I think I'll take pictures of it Okay. this next time. You'd be very impressed with it. It looks beautiful. And that one day, last Wednesday, if anybody was listening last... Was anybody out there listening last Wednesday? No. Why do you missed it. And I believe in my own mind, not being technically a genius, but I have to believe that some way there's a frequency, some way, somehow, that we could be doing that and not have the dropouts, because that was beyond belief. And remember, I, I I potted up CNN, and you were sitting here watching it, right. and, and the words actually matched the, Ivan, uh, Ivan the mouth.
1: I potted up the audio, and it was in sync. Not to uh, conjure up any grotesque images. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's my point. And then, of course, we had to go off that frequency, because there was a little bit of the audio dropping out on both ends. And we went off onto something else, and it, it sounded good, but like a little, you know...
1: A little bit of a delay. A little tiny delay. Which by the time it delay. comes down here and back up to you, then it, you know, it's a delay. So it's not perfect, but but certainly better than this.
0: Better than this. This yeah. is this is pretty weak. So we apologize for the fact the show don't sound that good today, but I'm actually here in Miami, in North Dade, and nothing's going to sound that good in Dade, is it? No. No. Did I mention I won a uh, 52 bucks at Pompano Park on Saturday? I think I did. And that fat ridge is big as a house... And that he ate enough food for, like, the that. Chinese army. I haven't mentioned that on the air. You know, I don't know what I can do with this, man. We went through the uh, cafeteria, there, the buffet, and the only reason I did that was because uh Troy let me down with my uh, sack. See, balance for life let me down badly, Troy. Shame on you. What is wrong with you, man? Look at the great job he's doing for the beast. I almost didn't recognize him when I walked in today. Do you believe that? Well, was he standing sideways? No, it was uh, somebody else. <laughs> No, seriously, I mean, I don't want to go that far, but he's doing very well. He's lost about 30 pounds, and he's going to save his life with that thing. It's a good program, but the problem is it can't be good for you. It can't improve your stomach and your bowel movements unless you're eating it. It's like broccoli, George. It can't be good for you unless you put it in your mouth. And choke on it. And and gag on it. Oh, you have no idea. I was sitting there, and I I hate the only image that I can conjure in my mind, and it's very sick to equate to the way that I felt there, Everybody's seen, remember there's a Pruder film? The JFK assassination? And when the first bullet hit him in the neck? Yeah. And he's, he's sitting there like with his shoulders hunched up like in, like frozen in time. You know what I'm saying? I know it's a very sick image, and it's sad and all of that. But we've seen it a million times, and of course, that's what the media is there for—to desensitize us to these things. So after the 20 millionth time you see it, it's not that big of a deal anymore. But that's how I felt—like, like my shoulders were going to be like hunched up in here, and I was like sitting there, like frozen, because like, uh, uh, like that, for a, what seemed to be an eternity. And I'm, I'm, and of course, racing through your mind. First of all, is like you're going to choke to death right there at the table. Number one. Number two, you're either going to have to puke your guts out there or run into the toilet and, um, you know, stick your finger down your throat. <laughs> Which would almost be worse. I, I don't know. Although the good thing was that with the last sip of water, finally, you know, just finally, uh. So we'll get back in that good old bilingual stuff, baby. Oh. It's good to be in South Florida where everybody hates everybody else. And at the
8: All now. Sam Kaplan, weeknights at 10 on Sports Radio 560 QAM. You got. Since the cameras left the Osborne's Beverly Hills estate, we're wondering what's Ozzy doing now?
2: Hello, sir. What do you want, little boy? Um, our little league is starting up next week and I need to get a baseball bat.
3: I don't sell bats. I don't want anything to do with bats.
2: Yeah, just My whole
3: career's been based on nothing but bats. I'll sell you a glove and a ball, but not a bat. No, we need a bat to play with. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you want me to do about it? Don't you understand what I'm saying to you? No, I've bitten mean... the heads off a bat before. My wife Sharon wants me to wear a bat coat. What? Get out of here. I won't
5: sell you a bat. you bit the head off a bat? Get out of
0: here. I won't sell you a bat. Ridiculous. It is. It's 18 before 10 at 560 WQAM. Todd Reck was in here this morning, and guess what? He still is. He's still living up to his name. Here's our poll question, then we'll get to the uh, stories here. Get to our stuff. Hey, Mo, let me say, uh, do you think there's any way I can convey it to him to get him to loosen up a little bit and just, he takes it so goddamn seriously. I've never met anybody like that in my life. It would be like if you had a a wild sexual encounter with somebody, and you thought, God, this was really great, and they were like, uh, you know, she was really emotional and screaming and carrying on, and you thought this was the greatest thing. In a, and then you walked away, and then later on, like the next day, uh, she told all her friends, boy, it's, it was awful. It was, it was the worst, uh, you know, roll in the sack I've ever had in my life. And you think, geez, how the hell is that possible, you know? And I'm sitting there thinking we're having a great time, and a little a banter back and forth. It's certainly a change from that gay banter to talk about that Tommy Brady stuff, which he can't handle that either. Anyway, Mo, it's just uh, the gloves are off, baby. Everybody, Everybody fend for yourself. Here's our poll. <laughs> what? No, the hell with all this Nothing. other bull crap, this truce crap, you know? This is a radio show. We're supposed to be here to entertain the audience. The audience loves that. They like the uh, internal uh, warfare, whatever it is, as long as the people involved understand it and don't take it personal and nearly have a stroke on the ear, you know, like when they get some kind of a crank phone call or something like that that says I have naked pictures of your mother or some kind of stupid crap like that. If somebody called here and said they had naked pictures of my mother or Georgia's mother, we'd we'd find it very amusing. (laughs) Yeah. Believe me, hysterical. (coughs) Exactly. Anyway, here's the poll question today. Sorry, Eric. I just, I don't know. I guess just being back here. You see how the tone has changed? Yeah, I don't like the tone. (laughs) I don't either. Maybe it's all that phlegm. How much do you care about the language problem in South Florida? Now, There's another choice. There is no language problem. Huh? Do you think anybody's going to vote for that? I don't know. Do you have a problem? No, because I don't live here anymore. <laughs> Just take a look at the uh, Quebec, huh? the Quebecers, man. Just take a look at that. I've told you that for years and see, it's a total failure. Look at the frogs. It doesn't work. It, it spawns nothing but hate. But anyway, how much do you care about the language problem in South Florida, I'm asking? Here are your choices. Five choices. A lot. This is America. Speak English. Enough to avoid Dade County as much as possible. Not at all. I'm bilingual, so too bad for the rest of you. Or, what's wrong with that? (laughs) No, you got to have that one. (laughs) There's one for you and Miguel to vote for. And this is, uh, no. there is no language problem. I'm not voting for the bilingual one, even though I am, because I don't do business in Espanol. In fact, there is no language problem. It's kind of like...
4: In my country, we have no Negro.
0: Like that. I think that's what the president of Brazil told W... Over in Europe uh, two weeks ago, when he asked him, there? do you have black people in your country, too? <laughs> and I'm surprised he didn't ask him if they pick cotton or not. That would have probably been the next question. Boy, is our president dumb yes. or what? Oh, sorry, Robert. I shouldn't have done that because Greeper will get upset. He'll never give me any inside scoop again, like we told me about Mo's age today. I mean, if you're going to have a birthday and you're an adult, why not tell people how old you are? Like, 60 <laughs> is not the end of the world. One million. <laughs> George did that, by the way, Mo. George did that. I said the gloves off were with me, not with you. You're still on real thin ice. You're like on the precipice. Every moment of your life, you could be out. If he changes his mind and doesn't want to back off. (laughs) He backed off. Okay, there's the poll. Yeah, let, let, let's find out from this audience, okay, Real, let's do a real quick poll on the phone and find out how many people enjoy the internal, uh you know, the internal little, uh, the internecine warfare that goes on. As long as it's kept in perspective and people don't get all bent out of shape, I think the audience enjoys it a lot, don't you? Uh. In fact, that day that I came on a year and said that stupid crap about the truce, which was, uh that was a Norm Kent thing. Oh, by the way, don't forget Norm's on in 15 minutes, uh yeah, for that big show. Yeah, let's take a couple of calls here and see what the audience says. QAM, hello. <laughs> That's the same one we had Friday. QAM, hello. Love it. Yes? Love it. There, see? That was Lyle, I love it. He loves it. 567-0560, five, oh, five, pound 560 on the AT&T and uh, Verizon Wireless line. There we go, we got a few calls coming in here, probably a few assholes. QAM, hello. Good day. See what I mean? These missed those calls in Toronto, baby. QAM. QAM. I love the river. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir.
4: Oh, uh, yeah. Can I ask you a question? Is this the Neil Rogers Show?
0: I beg your pardon?
7: Is this the
4: Neil Rogers Show?
0: No. WQAM, hello.
4: It's, it makes me so hard.
0: <laughs> that was Howard. I recognize that voice. You're not fooling me, Mo. WQAM.
9: Hey, this brings back memories of the old days and Steve came, who kind of has a lot in common with him.
0: That's Paul Harvey Jr. No kidding. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, you love it, all right. Well, it's nice hearing from you. <laughs> well, at least, so look, that was painless. At least they got rid of him real quick. Got rid of him real fast. You didn't do the outro thing. No, you were exactly. I wasn't going to wait that long. WQAM. Hey,
9: Neil, how you
0: doing? I'm doing great. Listen,
4: why do you think that everybody should listen to you read the newspaper?
9: What do you...
0: uh, There's another guy who's still listening, by oh, the way. Oh, chronic is a hard Another problem. guy who's still listening. Here it is, it's already the 3rd of June, and I've been doing that for like four months now. Don't have to listen. Go away, pals. You going away? No. You can't go anywhere. Nobody should have to do anything. If you don't want to listen, it's a free country. WQAM. Hey. Neil. Yes, sir.
9: If he doesn't like it, he can ship out. You're the God.
0: Okay. And have a great day. I guess he wasn't going to respond. See, this is the same old thing again. You know, I'm asking a specific question about the uh, cross banter back and forth on the station which uh, it's part of the entertainment, it's part of the fun. I, I just, I've just, i just never encountered a person like that. He really does take it all very seriously. And when he, when he looked at me and said that he, uh, he backed off and that it was the right thing to do and didn't pursue getting your ass fired, it was not only an admission on his part that he uh, tried to do that, but an admission that he really takes this all seriously. A bunch of childish emails. Even the three or four crank calls I had in there in those five minutes were like more serious than the, those emails. You follow what I'm saying? And he was taking it serious. WQAM, QAM, hello. Boy, are these people slow or what? God Almighty, coming back here is like a trip into the end uh, of the universe. WQAM.
4: Hey Neil, I love your show.
0: Okay, thanks, Spick. WQAM, hello. Man, the inside
4: fighting is the best radio in the world. You are... Absolutely correct,
0: sir. There you go. So I hope that Greg don't come waddling in here one minute, which I don't really need to see him anyway. Well, you know, I thought we had a truce. I thought, yeah, screw you. That's my comment, Greg, okay? Screw you. Butt out. Stay out of programming, okay? we got a 98 share in men on this show. We're making you more goddamn money than Carter's got pills. So screw off. Stay out of my face. The three days that I'm here, of course, I can't even imagine he'd have the balls to show his face in the studio after the crap he pulled with me. All that stuff about you where I'd have like almost a nervous breakdown to try to save your job because we have an old man running around with no sense of humor. I think that's pathetic. Pathetic. And as tit for tat, quid pro, uh, quid, uh, whatever the hell that was, I'm supposed to like declare a truce. Well, the truce is off, okay? Oh. Yeah. The truce is off. <coughs> <coughs> it's kind of a birthday present tomorrow. Gotta to spice up his show a little bit anyway. And boy, it sure can't, you know, can't help, uh, hurt. WQAM. Bill. Yes, sir.
4: Uh, have you Have you guys thought about just getting together? Just in a small room, just you and, and, and Mo, and just sit down and you know just explain it to him. Maybe he just don't really understand it. You know what I'm I, I, I mean? I think
0: you got your thumb on it, sir. He doesn't get it.
4: Uh,
10: well, most little intellectuals don't. But you know, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> just give him a shot.
0: You know? Okay, we'll give it a uh, shot. Thank you. He wanted to give me a shot that one show. Because I'm a racist son of a bitch. And yet this last guy to call just now, it sounded like one of those brothers to me. Didn't that? I love that line in that story from uh, CityLink about that bro crap that they're playing. (laughs) That was Mike Disney who said that, by the way. Said all your complaints. And who happens to also be the general manager of EDR and Hot 105. And he's talking about bro crap. What do they play? That's all they play on those two stations. Nothing but bro crap. WQAM.
7: Paperboy.
0: WQAM. Hello, Neil. There was a horse called Paperboy. Dick Buxton was the driver. Yes, sir.
4: Neil, how are you? Welcome uh, back, as temporary as it may be. And he
0: was beaten by Joe Monticello. Uh, Monticello was the name of the horse. Joe Marsh, Jr. Beat him a half a length at Hazel Park in 158-3. and Yes, go ahead, sir.
4: Uh, anyway, listen, I, You know, personally, I don't like the guy. I you know, kind of turned off to of the morning show, but uh, you know, if you don't like it, he can go back to New
0: York. Okay, I'll tell him that. (laughs) Now, see, I didn't open up like for a lot of uh, shots here, although of course it's you know free country. But that wasn't the purpose of this, uh, especially on his birthday. That would be a low shot, you know. Well, the reason I'm saying that is because you know that'll come into play in the ensuing conversations about this. I mean, you know, I don't want to pick on a guy on his birthday, but the fact of the matter is that we're just we're just having a little fun here. I didn't see anything that went on there. In fact, I heard a lot of yucking and uh, chortling that was going on behind me in the control room. They seemed to be enjoying it. Geldy was smirking and chortling a little bit, trying to repress it because he wanted, needs a job. But you know, and yet it was like there was something serious that went on in there. Just, just do your thing. That's my best suggestion. You want to rip me an ass? You want to rip George an ass? Say he's a nasty little spick with an attitude. Whatever the hell you want, we can handle it. It's a radio show. That's all. It's a freaking radio show, Mo. I'm glad that I'm back here these three days because that uh, the thing this morning it like uh, woke me up, shook me out of my lethargy. Crush my fat old ass. That's my comment to that. Okay,
1: yeah. Boy, yellowish, light yellow. I got to roll the paper towels in there for you if you don't want them. I don't up want paper hanky.
0: towels. I want to make sure you see all the different uh, variety of colors there. It's start hanky.
1: soaking through your pants any second. <laughs>
0: That's okay. It'll be good for when I go to the doctor later. WQIM. QIM. Hello. Yes,
4: yeah, Neil. There. Okay. Who's calling? Uh, he's taking
11: calls. I was, you know, talk.
0: Yeah, where are you calling from?
11: Uh, with Palm Beach.
0: No, no, we don't talk to people from Palm Beach. WQAM. Hello? <laughs> These people are so freaking slow, man. <coughs> like I told Mo this morning, the reason they scream like that in the soccer games is because they have to try to pretend there's something exciting going on. On those very rare occasions where there's a goal scored, as to try to wake everybody else up. WQAM.
4: Yeah, your job is to just pick on everybody. That's what you do. That's what you survive on. Yeah, You deflect your fatness on somebody else, you fat pork-fingered sausage bastard. <laughs>
0: I don't have fat fingers, though. <coughs> that was good. I, there were so many Fs coming loose there. I was sure that one of them was going to be one I am going to have to dump. Fat-fingered pork, uh, pork, fat, pork-fingered sausage basket. <laughs> that was great. WQAM, hello. WQAM.
4: Where's Larry Kent when we needed him?
0: Where's what? Larry Kent. Oh. oh Mike. Oh. See, I'm glad we're getting this out of our system today. It's like a giant purge. It's like emptying Every once in a while, they have to drain out your septic tank. That's what we're doing here this morning for a little while. WQAM. Hi, 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 hi George. Son. WQAM. You know, if Mo had the ability, he'd take your
9: back and kick your goddamn teeth
0: in. And <laughs> yeah, now that you mentioned it, ever seen him and Alex Bennett together? No. Oh, well, Alex did have a live studio audience. WQAM.
4: Hi, Neil. When are you going to be back in Amsterdam?
0: When am I going to be Why, why do you want to know?
4: Uh, because I'm going there a couple of weeks again.
0: Oh, I won't be there. I'll be there in July.
4: All right, sir. I have a good one, and I uh, keep up with the good work. Okay,
0: see you in the, ara- see you. Uh, see you in
4: the Rembrandt point. Okay,
0: okay, totzines. Get out of here. <laughs> Man, sure wish this damn thing go away already. It's it's on the last stages, but it's that annoying thing where you really ought to be home soaking your head with a hot water bottle. WQAM. You didn't hit nothing. Sure as hell did. Line seven. Hello.
11: All uh, right, this is Neil. Yes, sir. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm loving it, man. Hey, maybe he'll maybe he'll light maybe he'll lighten up when uh, he works with the Mad Dog.
0: Okay, thank you. Thank you for your perspicacious observation. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
11: Love your show, man. Love
6: your show. i got a spy report for you. Yeah. Uh, Your uh, buddy, uh, Big Head Joe Rose there. Yeah. Um, You have your commercials air around the clock, airing on 940. The same commercials that airing on your station is on 940.
1: Well, why is that a spy report? Any station, any given station. Yeah. Any given time. Right.
6: Oh, okay.
0: I, I I didn't know. In other words, it's probably an agency spot, and he cut it for the agency, and it runs on whatever states Don't get all excited about it, okay? Okay. Okay, calm down. <laughs> I mean, I understand we got a lot of loyal people out there, but this guy... He's got a big heart on... You know, he's all whooped up to a frenzy. So what about Larry Kent? They can't bring him back, I guess. He was just too fat. <laughs> How's that poll coming? I'm going to vote on a poll during the break. I guess I'll wait during the break. The best, the best episode of the morning wasn't my appearance on the Mo Howard show, but it was Todd Dreck making a cameo appearance in the studio and bitching somebody out for the fact that over the weekend he heard he heard a dated spot on some ball game, something that was outdated with Mark Vandermeer's voice on. I guess on the Hurricane game. And everybody that was in here, the entire sales department, every we all turned and looked at him, pointing the accusatory finger and saying, "Boy, talk about the pot calling the kettle." Turquoise. Who the hell are you kidding? Good to see they're all still out there, man. It's great, you know. Every single one of them. All the misfits, all the chronics. Here it is. Like I said, it's already the 3rd of June. I could sit here. You know, how many times in the past have I said it? I could sit here four hours every day and go, like that, and it'd still be there. <laughs> and they'd be complaining about the tone of it. We don't like the tone of that. Like that. Do it like in a higher key. Like that. Yeah. I, you're laughing. I'm serious. I know. I'm serious, I'm the thing that keeps this town going, which it isn't going very well, but at least if it wasn't for me, they would, they would uh, get a whole bunch of people out there and just have a minion. Stop deflecting your fat sausage fitting <laughs> fat onto other people. <laughs> that, that was one of the best calls of all time. Oh, See, I this was pork. well worthwhile. Mm. So anyway, Todd Dreck finally brought me a new copy for Fast Train. Well, he, he says it's new. You think this copy is new? No. You've heard me talking about the big one. Hey, in four short months, you can have a big one, too, a big paycheck. Is this new copy? No. It's the same old stuff. The demand for certified computer professionals is through the roof. Pick up the phone and call our good friends at Fast Train, 866-FAST-TRAIN. See, all he does is retype the same stuff and pretend he's giving you a new copy. He doesn't even put the name of the client on it. That's Todd Dreck for you, man, a total washout, a failure. Summer classes are forming at Fast Train right now. If you call now, you can be certified in your brand-new career before summer's end and start making some serious money, like me and the fat Humper. Fast Train offers Microsoft certified instructors, four convenient locations including the brand new campus in Kindle, job placement assistance, day and evening classes, and for those people whose job was affected after 9-11, Fast Train's an Operation Paycheck training provider. Call Fast Train at 866-Fast Train now or check them out on the World Wide Web at fasttrain.com and then call them toll-free at 866-Fast Train. Fast Train really and honestly can have you certified and ready for that new career in as little as four months. When you call, be sure and tell them that Todd Dreck That's with a D. Todd Dreck told you to call
7: 1-866-1800-497-9827.
8: The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Go f*** your behind. Go back behind it again or under it.
11: Can't marry, that is scary. Cause they still got a bone to bury. Ask your local chaplain, and he'll deny that this is happening. Father Shanley, Father Shanley, groping little boys makes him feel manly. He may try to shag ya. With holy water and viagra Fly, fly, fly to the Vatican They met in Roma Try, try, try to wake the Pope. I think He's in a coma Priests are messing in confession Tell your sins and they get Directions just one other thing, though. Who's gonna pull? Who's gonna pull? Who's gonna pull the balls at
0: bingo? 10.02 at 560 WQAM. I should read that tag for Brandy's because Troy screwed up. Here's the tag for the Brandy spot. We didn't get in there because he didn't give it to me in time. All this week at Brandy's, is it the wrong one? I already got the Pompano copy. Get out of here, okay, you skinhead. You crazy schwarzer, you get out of here. And where's my goddamn food, by the way? Where's my black sack? On the way. Yeah, he's on the way. The check's on the way, too. It's in the mail. That's what Muff said, and then he ran off to Orlando. All this week at Brandy Shoes, store by a clearance sale. Great savings on all famous brands. Look for the red labels only at Brandy Shoes in Pompino this week. Thank you, Troy. Better late than ever. He's okay though, in my book, Troy Stratford. He at least uh, makes an effort, unlike, of course, his predecessor, Roy! who was a real major asshole but had a much larger penis. That's what Scran said. Here's the facts from somebody who just to ta- again, just like Mo, takes things too seriously. It says three whole calls and they're cranks and cronics. Southport is dead, he'll Bury it and unplug the phone on your way back to Toronto. I like doing this once in a while to prove my point about the phones suck. I mean, the phones are crap. We had and in the midst there, of course, we had Paul Harvey Jr. One of the worst calls. You expected me to say one of the better calls. Now here's something that's unsubstantiated. It says this might not be a good idea to read this facts, and it's just for it's just for fun, okay? It's just for fun. I'm sure, I'm sure that the oh, you know who it's from? It's from it's from Fat Boy's neighbor. I mentioned that. So if Mo wants to blame anybody, blame Fat Boy because it's from his chronic neighbor David who's obsessed with penises, I should point out. This is, I think, the first fax he ever sent me that wasn't about penises or Jeff High, or about Jeff High's penis. And believe me, if he's seen it, uh, he's the only one. It says, Mo Howard was born on June 19, 1897, in Bensonhurst, New York, a small <laughs> a small Jewish community on the outskirts of Brooklyn. Mo's real name was Moses Horowitz, uh, Moe's mother's name was Jenny Horowitz, and his father was closing cutter Solomon Horowitz. Moe was the fourth eldest of five Howard brothers. Two of Moe's brothers, Jerome Curley and Shemp, performed with him as members of the Three Stooges. Moe's other two brothers, Jack and Irving, never entered show business. Moe graduated from PS163 in Brooklyn, and it goes on at great length, okay? In very poor taste, David! You ought to be ashamed of yourself. What the hell's wrong with you, man? Too many meals with fat boy. Anyway, the poll already's got 23 votes on there. It's up. How much do you care about the language problem in South Florida? Which I eventually will get into the story. And then Robert Steinbeck, of course, another one of our resident Schwarzer experts, writes a whole column about it in the Herald. War of Language is Divisive. No kidding. (laughs) No kidding, Robert. Man, I'll tell you. He puts everything into such great perspective. It makes me delighted that I'm back in town, because I probably would have missed that column on the website. Their website is just crap. The Herald. The worst First of all, when you go to like, uh, MiamiHerald.com, then you get a menu, then you have to choose like from the Miami Herald, the Jewish Herald, L. Herald, uh, Herald Solomon, uh, you know, all this other crap. and Herald. <coughs> the ethnic group Liberals Love to Hate Somebody has faxed me this. Michael Gonzalez, who I guess isn't writing anymore, a calder. An old Jewish joke has two old men sitting in a cafe, one reading a Zionist journal and the other one an anti-Semitic screed. The first Jew excoriates the second Jew who replies, Listen, your paper's full of Jews being persecuted, their cemeteries vandalized and their synagogues burned. Mine's full of Jews controlling the banks, the media and Hollywood, so I like good news. This joke comes to mind when I see how the media trash Cuban Americans over the Elian Gonzalez affair. How come Cuban-Americans are fair game for media barbs? It also explains why I'm taking more than a small delight in this attack on the ethnic group I sometimes have to remind myself I belong to. Cuban-Americans can talk all they want about statistics that show comparatively high educational levels and middle-class incomes after only four decades in America. To me, there's never been a bigger sign that Cubans have succeeded in America than the total absence of any political correctness in the whole alien story. And yada, yada. Oh, God. David Reef writes in the New York Times that Miami is an out-of-control banana republic within the American body politic. And then this guy, Michael Gonzalez, says, oh, well, worse things could happen. In fact, I'd be more worried if the Times suddenly found reason to sympathize with us. Another one of those uh, apologetic, excuse me because I'm Cuban and I can't help it and everybody's picking on us. Just like that thing about uh, the frogs there, Don Cherry and Wayne Gretzky during the Olympics. Oh, everybody hates the Canadians they want us to lose. Hate to break the news to you, eh, but nobody gives a crap about the Canadians. It's a wonderful country. I enjoy being there part of the year, and it's great, but uh, nobody cares, eh? Sorry. So anyway, here's this story in the business section of Saturday's Herald, and this woman is holding up this sign, and she's got a look on her puss, man. You really have to see the picture. A look of just... A, ah. Sharon Hadar takes part in a protest at the Bell South Central office at 600 Northwest 79th Avenue in West Miami-Dade. The company is reorganizing its call centers. Language issue divides. Only multilingual Bell South service reps will be allowed to remain in Miami. See, I don't understand. If you want to speak English, what are you doing in Miami in the first place? If you want to be an American, what are you doing in Dade County in the first place? It doesn't
1: make any sense to me. They didn't get the memo.
0: No, you didn't get the memo. Is anybody uh, considered Dade County part of America? What the hell is that? Oh, see, yeah, that's that's in the, 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 the wrong place too. again. Yeah. Oh, no, it's in the wrong spot. From. Oh. <laughs> Well, I'm just I'm just not used to this heavy-duty stuff we have here, you know. I got my little make-believe studio up there, which is a lot better than this one, by the way. Where the hell is that thing on here? Oh, there it is. Okay. No, that's not it. Where is it, George? Oh, there it is. No. Oh, see, I never would have dreamed that. Anyway, it says the Communication Workers of America, the union that represents workers in BellSouth's call and customer service center, took its grievances to the street with a rally Friday, protesting the company's plan to keep only multilingual customer service reps in Miami. As part of a statewide reorganization of its customer service and call centers, Bell South is establishing its multilingual call center in West Miami-Dade. Ten centers in Florida are being merged into four, and specific operations are being assigned to each center. The remaining centers will be in Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Jacksonville, and Pensacola. Bell South said these plans were announced at the beginning of the year. The union claims that Bell South... How about that CIA, by the way, huh? Oh. And the FBI. Oh. We'll get to that. All these silly people running around waving their flags and singing their songs. What did I try to tell you, you idiots out there, all you pseudo-patriots, that they're taking your tax money and they're pissing it away right down the toilet and sticking the rest of it in their pocket? And between the FBI and a goddamn CIA, they, they couldn't find Guilty, for Christ's sakes. Even just by hearing his voice, they still couldn't track him down. That's how pathetic your government is. Anyway, the union claims that Bell South's collection center in Miami is being closed and collection reps who speak only English are being asked to relocate to the call center in Jacksonville, transfer to another job within Bell South, or leave the company with no severance package. How do you like that? Kind of like George was going to get here. Until Mo backed off. The union said some 50 to 60 workers could be affected. Yeah, that's the only reason you're still here, by the way. It's not because I went to bed for it. It's
1: because he backed off, because it was the right thing to do. Should I mail the thank you card to his house or stick it in the uh Stick it. studio? Stick it. Throw it into the control In fact, room. when he comes in tomorrow morning, stick it.
0: Nine minutes past ten at 560 WQM. We already had Paul Harvey Jr. We had Blind Mike on the phone. We had... Uh, you're gay. The, 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 you're a gay guy. That's great. Eddie. He was the one going, ba-boot, ba-boot. Eddie was, that was Eddie? Oh, yeah, that was him. That was Steve.
7: Oh, All right us for McGowan. Steve.
0: Steve McGowan. A man who can't, like I said, baboop baboop ba and instead of like that, maybe if on alternate days, like Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'll go baboop boop like that for four hours. They'll still listen. They just want to hear the sound of my voice. I'm the only thing that keeps them alive. Just the sound of my voice. You're their opiate. Thank God. So was it just a dream, or was it like for real, Once Upon a Time in America, speaking of that? Ten minutes past ten at five sixty WQM. How's Noodles doing? Noodles. I know that was he's a great movie. It was, it was a great movie, not for the story because, like I said, it was too uh, long. Too way, way too long. But the characters were great. Yeah. Especially, especially Brian Bloom with his blue eyes. How did somebody who looked that good? at the, How old would you say? Don't don't say it. I was going to say, how old would you say who was in that movie? Too young. Sorry. Maybe Father Stool knows, but I think he's Jewish. Any he? Brian Bloom? I'm pretty sure he's Jewish. Last time I checked huh. I don't know where any of these buttons are here. I hate this studio.
7: I'm
0: not no, I'm not coming back here till October. I'm doing what? I'm doing these few days now and I'm not coming back here till the middle of October. I'll tell you that right now, whether they like it or not. And that's what cracks me up about this place. These salespeople are all asking me like they're clueless. They're clueless. How long have I had that schedule? How long ago did I give it to the absent program director? How long ago do you have it? For months. Yeah. It's been on the main calendar. Right. right? I'll be in uh, June. I'll be in uh, Toronto. And then, like, the rest of the uh, year, till the middle of October, I'll be in Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. Then, if they don't uh, have that studio done in Amsterdam, by, like, whatever date that is in my contract, which I think is coming up very soon, which they don't realize, uh, see you in October. See you. I mean, that would be a good thing uh, for Boca Brian, a good bit. See you in October. already did a see you in September. He can read you. Exactly. got the bed in the can. Speaking of beds... Mattress shopping is a total waste of time if your bed is not doing right by you and your back. And there's one other, I'll tell you, when I had my low sacroiliac problems with that Thai food and the bad stomach, very few things in life are more disturbing than bad backs. A back problem is a real pain in the old back. So if you want to get yourself a great night's sleep every night and improve the quality of how your back feels, get yourself a great new mattress from our good, close, personal friends at dial mattress Like I've been doing for years, just call tool-free 1-800-MATTRESS. You'll talk to somebody who really knows their crap and whose only job is to hook you up with the best brand name mattress in the universe at an unbeatable price. they got all the top brands in the world. they got Serta and Sealy, Simmons and King Coyle. And when you call dial mattress 1-800-MATTRESS, you pick the day and the two-hour window for delivery, seven days a week when it's convenient for you when you're going to be there. Also, you get that... Unbeatable, unmatchable, 30-day in-home comfort guarantee. So you can test your mattress the only smart way by sleeping on it and uh, rolling around on it. So uh, if you want to get an unbeatable deal, just sit there and pick up that phone. Make one easy call. It's the only intelligent way to buy you a great new name brand mattress at an unbeatable price. Call 1-800-MATTRESS and tell them that old Neil told you to call one 800 T T R E S or check them out on that wicked world. Beach.
8: The Joe and Mark Show. Overnights on Sports Radio 560. QAM.
2: Alright, this is G. Gordon Liddy, and they don't come any worse than Neil Rogers. Hey,
5: world. I'm back. Know that old saying about diarrhea? Just let it run its course.
3: Ow! Ow! Holy crap, Susie. You got to do
5: something about
3: that diarrhea.
5: Oh! Today, I did what was right for my body. I took Imodium.
8: Why oh! suffer when Imodium AD can stop diarrhea safely and gently, often in just one dose? You
3: need two doses, believe me. Imodium
8: AD, restore yourself.
0: I agree with you, and Greg says that Mike Disney's full of crap. And they're all. Also, he said the party's over. That's my opinion. I'm Mike Disney. 10:15 at 5:60. Boy, Greg's got on a fancy suit today, man. I'll tell you one thing about this guy. Every time I come back, very briefly, he's got on a very expensive new suit. Good to see that. Did you come in to wish your a happy birthday this morning? I did. I sure did. We had a. I, now, now wait a minute. Did you hear that? Did you hear the few minutes we spent together on the air this morning? Oh, maybe you can play him the tape. We had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun, and he took it personal again. He's all bent out of shape about it. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say he's all bent out of shape, but he's, uh, he just, uh, you're gonna to have to sit him down in a corner someday like a school child and explain to him, you know, put a little dunce cap on his head and just say, hey Mo, this is the way it works. We're just, we're just having a good time here. It's entertainment. It's entertainment. I think he's a fun guy, but he just, he just doesn't realize it. <laughs> anyway, be that as it may. So how's that poll coming? 52 votes. How much do you care about the language problem in South Florida? Since things are changing so much here. No. Not. Never going to change. Always going to be that same ethnic hysteria. we got a lot of people who love to hate. And that's that's what this town's all about. And Robert Steinbeck, war of language is divisive. <laughs> oh, Robert, man. He says, almost 19 years in South Florida and still my Spanish is only so-so. Como si, or com oh, I'm sorry. It's a, what is that, so-so? In Spanish, how do you say that? Come see, come yeah, right. No, seriously, how do you say that? Maso menos? Yeah, maso menos. No, not maso menos. That's more or less. That's more or less. No, that's not. You know something? I think you're a fake. Hey, by the way, Mo, it's okay to like George. He's not really a spick. He's a fake. That's really not close. how you say so-so in Spanish. We'll get Miguel back in here. Comme see, comme saw is French. And how the hell do you say that in... Uh, Masso Menas is not... The, that's uh, more or less. Yeah. Even a schmuck like me knows that. Well, anyway, so he goes on with a bunch... You know, restating the obvious. Hey, Robert, there's the uh, trash can. There's your article, okay? So the
1: idea that Miguel I would... Miguel says, yes, it is.
0: No, it's not. Well. You, you guys are make-believe. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> what do you mean, he's not? He still has his accent. He has an accent, but he was born in Chicago, okay? Oh. And and speaking of that, since he was born in Chicago, how come he's got an accent? That's a good point. Good point. You I were, wasn't born You were here. born in Cuba, Cuba, and you don't have any accent, right? even though you do mumble. But And he was born in Chicago, and he's got an accent. I was reared in the hills. Yeah, and that's why you shouldn't go back, probably. We saw that in Deliverance. That's what Ned Beatty said. But anyway, how come he's got an accent, Miguel? We don't know. So here's this big article here. Uh, let's see. Oh, I interrupted myself. I'm sorry. Did I ever give the results or not well Greg interrupted the show I'm going on about the ratings were so good and we went and he he just smiles like uh, you know Mr Oblivious and we we thank you very much Greg we couldn't have done it without you make no mistake about that you're the you're the uh, guy who' done it this is all ready for Amsterdam I said yes I should have said by the way if you look at the fine print in my contract it says <laughs> you know something he would have had a coronary if I if I would have brought that in and showed him the date that that has to be ready which is like 13 days before they're even sending anybody over there. But I'm not going to hold him to that, am I? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It's certainly something to think about. I'm really sorry that Joe got so much heat that he took so much crap when he filled in with you on a show, because I thought he would do good, but I guess not. I thought he did good. I thought it was pretty weak from what everybody said on the faxes. Anyway, I'm just trying to keep him on his toes, okay? There's nothing worse than a a guido with a big head. That's what Luca Brazzi said. Look what it did for him. 54 votes. How much do you care about the language problem in South Florida? A lot. This is America. Speak English. 26 said that. Enough to avoid Dade County as much as possible. Like the plague, I guess. 16. That's what I'm going to vote for. Not at all. 7. I'm bilingual, so too bad for the rest of you. Five. Five wise guys. And there is no language problem.
1: Guess how many people voted for that? None. None. <laughs> None. Zero. Zero. Out of fifty-nine votes, zero. I don't have a problem. Everybody speaks English in Broward.
0: That's what you think. You've been been to Pembroke Pines. You Used to live there. Yeah, I've, I've been out speak there. English in Pembroke Pines. Not Maybe anymore. You got at
1: Sedanos anywhere else? I go unless out you there go to like do.
0: Cemetery Village and you can't understand those old yids out there. Out to, out to the mall, <coughs> the Pembroke Lakes Mall. They don't speak English. Too. Sure, they do. Who? Everybody. How about at the Sawgrass? Don't know. Oh, by the way, I should mention Jeff Cohen Ponytail's got the sign up there. I'm told.
1: The new pizza lot's going to be opening by uh, out by me there, by Walgreens. Also, he called in to oh, say sure welcome back and to announce yeah. that he's on balance for life. Carries the sack on the back of his motorcycle everywhere he goes. Jeff Cohen carries his sack wherever he goes.
0: And it's black. And it's black. Well, I told him if he didn't cut the crap, it would turn black. Bad infection. He's got a bad case of the crouch crickets. Like what's your name says. That's what he's got. So the new pizza loft's opening on the corner of Knob Hill and Sunrise very soon, like, is it the end of June or July? Do we know? See, now, no he'll call. now he'll call you back again. Stay away, Jeff, okay? You're a great guy, more power to you, but stay the hell away. And by the way, Rimmer wants a lot of free meals. I'll tell you that right now. They're moving into their new house in Davey, re- real close by the pizza loft out there, the original one. No, I mean not the, the original Broward one. And as a result, uh, he better, he better put that in a budget like, expand that whole thing, do a little more, a bigger markup to compensate for all the free meals the Rimmer family is going to be eating and their friends and acquaintances. Maybe they could get their own booth reserved. Yeah, with well, their name on it would be good. The I Jeff Rimmer plaque? booth. Well, he was in that one TV spot, wasn't he, On that spot? The one that had, um. Yes, he was. Me and I think Dave Lamont was in there before he screwed Sonny Hirsch in the back. You remember that, don't you? Yeah, yeah I do. Rest in peace, our good friend Sonny. Hey, Dave, you know, you're not a bad guy, even though you do fart a lot, but Jesus Christ, you know? That was very bad. Let's blame it on Pete Bolger, okay, because we like Dave Lamont. We don't like Pete Bolger. Blame it on little Petey Bolger, okay, who's taken at 940 to a level (laughs) unprecedented. Is that incredible that they didn't They did break a one share in any demographic in any day part this
1: time? No, I find it very incredible.
0: I I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. It was What did I say back when we first started on this station and they were like going through rotating uh, morning people. They had John Ford on there and Mr. Ego was on there and all the other uh, crap. Well, speaking of crap, Norm Kent's on FTL now. And I I said it would seem to me they could put Grandma Moses farting on here with that signal and they still have to have at least a two-share, at least a one-share. We're not even putting any real programming on there. Of course, they haven't put any real programming. They just open up a pot from Fox Sports, and they put that crap on there all day, and they have no audience, including that Kylie and Goon in the afternoon that that one guy keeps faxing me about, which I haven't noticed his fax yet today. Thank God. <coughs> I haven't seen a lot of faxes here today, probably because, oh, look at this, here's Dave Friedman again about the vaginas. Dave, go away, okay? This guy's a real pain in the ass, you know what? This guy's a real serious pain in the ass. Fat boy's buddy, you bug me, Dave. No more faxes for the rest of June, okay? You're on probation, asshole. Here's Paul who faxes. Oh, please don't read this on the air. <laughs> oh no. Well, let me read it off here. Let's see. He's uh, and uh, uh. oh, he wants to hear the um the reparation song. That's not what it's called. It's called the restitution song. Oh, do we have that stuff here? Is it in the, uh... I don't know if it's in there yet, but it's, uh... There. Oh, thank God Close for to that. Because I didn't bring any of that stuff back. I can't, I can't envision schlepping my CDs back and forth. If you have any idea how pleasant that is every day, like if there's something that shows up, at the FedEx, from Broke O'Brien, or from one of our comedy services, and at the end of the show, one o'clock, I race into the living room, and I pick up the phone, and there's the beep, 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 which means I have messages, and the concierge is on there. I have a package for you. Please pick it up at your earliest convenience. And I put on my little slippers, and I waddle uh, down to the concierge and pick up my package. And there it is. It's wonderful. Sensational. But, yeah, you're going to lose touch. I mean, do you see George when you're there? Yeah. If you had any idea how many people ask me that, what difference does it make if I see you? In fact, it would have been a tremendous bonus on that first spot this morning if I wouldn't have been able to see you because you're sitting there all red. I don't remember about what, but all red in the face, some some mo' crap, I don't know. And uh, I'm trying to do my spot for I probably should give them a makeup on that, all shutters. I think it was a great spot. Wait, wait, what's this? What the hell was that? Oh. I forgot to press the red button on the goddamn page. Now they are paging assholes behind me there. Boy, I never get that in Toronto. The only extraneous stuff we had was the day we had that fire alarm, and that was exciting. I thought that was great radio. Was not exciting. It was really super loud. I don't know how it came over the air, but it was super, super loud. Not so loud. Oh. But you could hear it. Yes. And it was a real fire alarm. They had something in the parking garage, and it turned out that it was a false alarm altogether. But nobody knew that. And it was great. But here it's like, you know, it's like the rest of South Florida. It's boring. So my suggestion to all you budding broadcasters out there after you go to broadcast school is to go out there and, uh, you know, do your, take your show on the road. Spread it around. 567-0560 oh, Pound, we're taking calls today, man, right up till one o'clock. What are you laughing about? I don't, I don't have that much throat. I mean, I have most of it back, but I don't want to like ruin it and go to my doctor just, uh, to my new doctor today. Not Dr. Dick. I'm all done with Dr. Dick. What a jackass. I'm going to a new doctor just, just for prescriptions that I need and for the, the blood test to see if I'm still alive, see how my cholesterol's doing, all my lipids. I'll tell you, the day my good close friend Gary left Dr. Dick's office, that was the end of that. Boy, that was, that was a great thing we had going. Didn't have to worry about seeing the doctor, which he's too important for me anyway, so I never did get to see him, maybe twice a year. I wonder what ever happened to my old friend Gary. Maybe he'll call in. Maybe they'll call Maybe. you off. Does he have the bat line, I bet? I don't think so. No, Gary? I don't know. Gary just disappeared. He just vanished. Maybe his two buddies, that were always telling me about how they were always busting his balls. Remember I met him on a plane to Amsterdam right. that time? And they must have said that about a hundred times. Boy, did we bust his balls? Did we bust his balls? Uh, yeah, we sure bust his balls, don't we? Gary, I hope you got strong balls, because those two guys, that's all they talked about. The whole uh, plane trip was about busting your uh, big balls. I don't care about Gary's balls because he's a very ugly guy, but the bottom line is I sure wish I knew where the hell he was. Because I'd like to be able to... Maybe we can have Dr. Mark come in here and take my blood right on the ear. Remember that day? Yeah. (laughs) Right
1: in this room, as a matter of fact. It could be a regular
0: feature. Came in here and drew my blood right on the ear, went on the ear, talked about his stupid-ass band. I wonder how he's doing, Dr. Mark. Mark Laporta. He's a good guy. He's all right. He has a few little peculiarities
1: like most of us, but he's, he's a pretty good guy. What do you mean he's all right? He's doing stuff. Remember he called up a while back? I didn't say he was a good doctor. Stuff. I said he's a good oh, guy. Yeah. He's doing some other thing. can't remember what I it thought was. he's
0: like down the road somewhere here.
1: Yeah. I and he used to fax was.
0: me chronically all the time. See, now I'm inviting chronics like Dr. Mark. I'd like to hear from Dr. Mark, see if he's doing okay. And maybe one day, like maybe when I come back in October, he can come in here and draw my blood. We can do that like once every uh, three months. And then the audience can tune in see how Neil's cholesterol is about how my whole well, level. You can get the results in a the
7: envelope
1: so that even you don't know and you right? can read them live on the air. Yeah, like a Mari show. You make a big paternity. deal, play
0: the fanfare. Mo can come in here and like hope for the worst, cross his fingers, hope that cholesterol is over four hundred. You know, <laughs> Mo, it's just a radio show. It's a I, I just see the, I the only way I can put it is he's fun and he doesn't realize it. You know what I'm saying? Do you follow? He's a character. He's a funny guy. And he doesn't realize it. We have to convince him he's a funny guy. Do you think it's going to work? No. Ten twenty-seven. Phillies tomorrow night from the
8: Vet in Philadelphia. Coverage begins at 6.30 on Sports Radio 560
2: QAM. Hey, it's Howard. Howard David. They want us to find a way I'm a dancing monkey To reimburse them for back pay From 200 years ago When they were slaves Well, I only have a mobile home A pit bull and a pinch of gold. So if you wanna ask me how Here's what I gotta say You've got to Kiss a nigger
11: good morning. Okay.
2: And tell him that you're sorry for enslaving them all. Kiss a nigger good morning. And that's for everybody who is dead and gone. If I was born in 1802, owning slaves ain't something I'd do. But what for dead people did to you? I have to take the blame you Seattle for an old Pontiac With a can of smelly cherry in back Instead of 40 acres and a mule I have a better way You've got to Yes, a nigger, good morning Plant one on Howie Berry, Morgan Freeman, too Yes, a nigger, good morning And that's your restitution for enslaving you Kiss a nigger good morning and tell him that you're sorry for enslaving them all. You got to kiss a nigger good morning and that's where everybody who is dead and gone.
0: 1032 at 560 WQM. Word around the building is that after I walked out of that studio after our bonding with Mo this morning that he was a very psychotic and upset. That's the room around the building. He just got to lighten up. You're a, a panic, man. You're a scream. Happy birthday to you, man. I'm trying to like make up, make nice to him, you know, he just can't do it. CIA did not circulate data about suspect officials, says. Newsweek reported yesterday the CIA identified two of the eventual hijackers, Al Madar and Nawaf Al-Hazmi, immediately after they attended the uh, meeting in Kuala Lumpur. The magazine reported the CIA did not inform the INS or the FBI, the two alleged terrorists who flew to the U.S. after the Malaysia meeting. It uh, quoted unnamed U.S. counterterrorism officials as saying, the agency's failure may be the most puzzling and devastating intelligence failure in the critical months before 9-11. That's right, the CIA possessed disturbing information about one of the uh, September 11th hijackers months before it previously disclosed and could not have uh, could have used that knowledge to prevent him from renewing his visa to enter the U.S. prior to the attack on the Pentagon and the World Trade Center. And it just, it's just more of the same. More of the same, and like I said, you keep waving your little flags and running around playing all the patriotic music and you know talking about the wonderful president and how sharp he is and et cetera and so on, and all the confidence you have in a government, saying all the, all of these things. I just I just don't understand it. Hundred and two votes on the poll, and guess how many voted for there is no language problem? Two. None. Oh, the big. See, I don't even know where the hell it is on here anymore. The big. Oh. Because I don't have my little uh, box, my little square box up in Toronto or one in Amsterdam, and I don't need it to be honest with you. Can't tell. No, of course you can't tell because you know I'm uh, got uh, my fingers do the walking all over the place. Five, six, seven, oh, five sixty. Look, I'm taking calls till one o'clock here. I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. What have I got? One call flashing on there. I'm not saying George is answering him He's not. He's not going to do that for you. Okay? You out of your mind? You crazy? Yeah, that, that, that'll be the first one, and the fifth one, and the seventh one. Maybe he'll call me, your good friend, WQIM.
4: Yeah, can you speak to Neil? Speaking. How you doing, Neil? Okay. Welcome back.
0: Thank you. Joe Briefly, has,
4: Joe has a good show. George is questionable.
0: Yeah. Have a good day. Okay. He said George has a good show, and you're questionable. Joe has a good show. Yeah, me and Mo and Gilly this morning. Doing what he means is when you two guys run together. So George, uh, Joe, what's his name? Joe is good, and you are questionable. And this guy sounded like he's from New York, so he probably knows him, five oh. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Maybe maybe drugs. You think that might do it? T- to loosen him up a little bit. That's what I'm Works talking for about. Me. Uh, exactly. Maybe you can bring some. In fact, I think that's how you can uh, make that bond. That's right. Bring him in a, uh, some good crap before that morning show every day. Loosen him up a little bit. George can be the supplier and just uh, turn into a lovely relationship. WQAM. You can sell it wholesale. QAM.
6: Hi, this is Harvey
0: Fiesty. WQAM. <phone rings> QAM. Hello.
6: Hello, Neil. Yes. When you dropped that belch on that particular spot, I laughed so hard I pooped my pants.
0: What belch was that? <laughs> <laughs> You're beautiful. Yes, I am. Bye. Thank you. How come we have no ladies welcoming
1: back to Miami for these uh, very brief days, huh? They got to be out there. We were number one in persons for the month. So, what does that mean? So, I assume that means we had to have
0: some women We in have a few trend. women who listen to this show. In fact, you know, the, the faxes, I have to commend the ladies have been
1: very good on the faxes. The guys, eh. Matter of fact, very nice ladies showed up at the appearance on Saturday to say that we listened to Neil. and yeah. that there's ladies out here that love him.
0: Well, maybe they just don't want... They usually don't call on the screen list because they're outnumbered so bad that they can't get through. I understand that. Plus, plus they don't do a good job of saying, you're gay. You know, you'll notice very few of the... Uh, the only ones who are cranks are like Mr. G's girlfriend... And who's the other one? Ken Block's girlfriend, or whatever yeah, the hell she whatever is, the neighbor, is. or whoever, wherever he found her, his uh, kidnappy, and Mickey a... Bork's girlfriend. Oh yeah, right. WQIM.
7: <laughs>
0: WQIM. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great.
9: Uh, hold on for now.
0: Where you calling from? Uh Airport. Let's go to a caller at the airport. Hello. Oh,
9: uh, y'all got blacks over there. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, you know something, maybe I can keep this cough for like the rest of the year, you know, cuz I think it adds something to my life. Uh, I like it. <coughs> Uh-oh. Look at the color of that thing. Deep purple. Magenta rhymes with yenta. 5670560 oh, pound 560 on the ATW QAM. Hello. QAM? Speaking.
4: I uh, would like to speak to Neil, please. You're speaking to him. Neil, I think George is excellent. Yeah, George is very funny. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know why people bag on. Well, him
0: well, let me stuff. ask you this question. I, I mean, I'm delighted to hear that. But how did we get? How did the conversation switch to uh, George and Joe? Where did that come from? I mean, I did mention something about that, but
4: I have no idea. Huh. Uh, I'm tuning in late, and I just heard somebody bag on him and and say that
7: Joe was much better and all that stuff. Oh, that but, guy, yeah. Just adding my two cents. Wanted to say that George is excellent. Keep up the good work. Okay, thanks a lot, around. pal,
0: and have a great day. Checks in the mail. Bye-bye. Uh, and the other thing, what else was I going to ask? Very important, and I'll just slip my mind. Oh, yeah, I'm wondering if we have any crossover with the Mo Show. I'm wondering if anybody heard that segment when he had me got Because co- that was pretty early. That was like 7.30 this morning. Right. Because one thing about us, George and I, we get here real early in the morning. Although I notice he's been getting here more and more early now that he's paranoid. But at any rate... No, you were already here this morning when I got here, right? right. We generally both get here around like 7.10, 7.15, and sit around and I clip out my articles to read out of the newspaper. <laughs> and, uh, you know, stuff like that. And sit around and backstab everybody else in the building. You know, stuff that, you know,
1: goes on everywhere. There's the time I want to get here and the time I show up. I Sometimes see. I actually show up when I want to. Well, basically, I show up whenever the hell and whenever the hell I feel like it.
0: That's what I told Greg, and he uh, walked down here. Now, actually, he was, uh, you know, he was Greg. Again, you know, great ratings and look how the whole station did great and we did, you know, like, uh, like, 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 I have some idea what he's doing. That's the thing that amazes me about him. Like somehow he's involved in being responsible for the loyal audience we have. And by the way, let's thank our audience out there. Oh! We have no idea why you do it, but uh, they're just uh, through thick and mostly thin the last several months starting in October with that uh, first team debacle and it's just uh, gone downhill from there and the audience likes it even more. The audit, like I said, Misery Loves Company is the motto of South Florida, and I think that's why QAM has gone through the roof. I think they like the surprise factor.
1: Yeah. From one day to the
0: next, they mm-hmm. don't know what's going to be on. So I got to find out if we have any crossover with a Mo Howard show, and if anybody heard that segment, I did. Because I, I thought it was fine. I thought we were having a good time. It was sugar. I mean, I've been doing buttery. this for a hundred years, and it, if I went in there to really attack the guy, I could have done it. I have no reason to do it, especially on his birthday.
1: We'd play it back, but Greg ran out of here with the tape.
0: Oh well, he wants to hear it. I thought it was a lot of fun, and then he made some kind of comment about you know, in radio uh, people uh, are switching the dial every 15 minutes. I said only on your show. <laughs> it was a great line, and I guess he took that personal. I mean, when you when you open up like that, when you give me an opening like that, and you expect me not to move in there, Mo. What do you expect, baby? Jesus, man. Even uh, even old uh, salty salt the fisherman never threw as many lines as he was throwing out there this morning, and I grabbed every one of them. What's wrong with that? I'm serious. I think if we could just lighten him up a few shades, I think we could we could have a good time with him. But he just uh, he refuses to. He wants to be a stodgy old New Yorker. I guess I don't know. Maybe alcohol. Does he? Drink? <coughs> I don't know. Probably a little man of Shevitz. 20 before 11 at 560 WQM. Summertime is here. Forget about coming. Okay. So to speak. You need all the energy you can to feel good in this heat and stay healthy, and that's why OleoMed is a product that you're going to love. It'll help you feel your best and keep you in good health in South Florida, no matter how hot and sultry it might be outside. OleoMed is a soft gel capsule that contains pharmaceutical-grade olive oil, along with vitamins and minerals and minerals to protect health for your prostate, for your heart and blood pressure, your cholesterol, too. Oleomed's got supplements to promote health in your circulatory system, your digestive, your endocrine system, your skin and bones, even your mind, all using the benefits of pharmaceutical grade olive oil the best on the face of the globe. And Oleomed's got products for men and for you ladies out there too, and I'm sure we got some out there, some ladies. Think so? No. We gotta have some is available right now at Walgreens, including the one right there where Marcy's working right by where the pizza is gonna be opening on Knob Hill and Sunrise. I just mentioned that in passing. Also at Whole Food Markets, Navarro Pharmacy and Sedano's. Oleomed is a stupendous and exciting new product that a lot of folks are talking about and popping in their puss. So if you'd like to get more information about it, call their toll free number and they'll tell you what it is and how it works and where to stick it. Call 1-866-Oleomed. That's 1-866-Oleomed, O-L-E-O-M-E-D. Order their products off their website.
8: a.m. Neil um, Rogers. God. From the writer of Silence of the Lambs and the producers of Snatch comes the motion picture that completes the trilogy.
5: He's killed 14 people. Like we
8: know of. Uh, just trying to talk to my And, her uh, You're trying to catch him yourself, aren't you? The world's most feared serial killer is loose again.
9: You hear that, Doug? I'm coming to
8: London! this coincidence, are you back on the case? If so, goody-goody. Dining on human flesh. Once he was subtle, but now he's not beating around the bush. Is this Clarice? Universal Pictures presents Hannibal. I'm giving very serious thought to eating your wife. Snatch. Opening in theaters everywhere. 1043
0: and 560. WQM. What's that schedule look like? It looks like a sheet of paper with some names on it and some times. One to three, Mad Dog. Three to seven, the uh, Hank's doing the show at Chula's. Hank, who's uh, on the Fourth of July, going to be how old? Don't say it. Oh, well, that's right. He's not sixty-two yet. He'll be sixty-two on the Fourth of July. Uh, and then we got Hurricane Hotline at seven. Joe Zagacki at eight o'clock. Believe it or not. Oh boy. Ten o'clock, it's Eddie and Overnight, it's Joe and Mark. Who I hear that uh, Mark's pretty good, is what I'm hearing. 128 votes on a poll, and finally three assholes out there, just to be smartasses, said there is no language problem in South Florida. Anybody believe in that? No. No. Forget about it. Look at this. I just come back. Do these come over every day? This every rabbi that keeps he's got us on his day. fax list that keeps wasting our fax paper. Koxa okay, rabbi, with your stupid, idiotic uh, crap, with your propaganda. We want to hear from some people who listen to the morning show who were listening at 7:30 this morning when I was invited in there on the Mo Howard show. Get their feedback. Or maybe just from people who listen to the Mo Howard Show to see if we have any uh, crossover. You think we do? 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. WQAM.
5: Hi, uh, I wanted to talk to Neil. A lady,
0: let's hear it. Uh,
5: Oh, it is (gasps) you, Neil.
0: How you doing? Uh,
5: Good, just wanted to know, hey, have you seen the uh, billboard on 595 for Smallville? No. Yeah, as you're driving right down 595, I think it's near Pine Island, and... There's your guy staring
0: right down at you. Is he naked, at least? Uh,
5: they only show him, I think, like, from the chest
0: up. I see. Well, that's but good
5: looks enough. Pretty, looks
0: pretty
5: darn good. Yeah. So as long as you're here for a few days, you're going to have to check it out.
0: Tomorrow night, 9 o'clock.
5: Okay. Thanks. Bye.
0: Bye-bye. Tom uh, Swelling, a welling. He's swelling on that billboard. I'm surprised he didn't do better uh, with the Britney. Of course, he might just tear her apart. Maybe that's what a lot of guys are afraid of. Well, he is Superman, you know, right? He might just rip her uh, an ass. Bye, <laughs> Oh, there's so many places I could go with that, but I think I probably won't. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty. That whole that whole anal thing, man, and just uh, leaves me cold. Let's uh, do another one. WQAM. Hello. Hey,
9: Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing today? I'm
7: doing pretty good. How you doing?
9: All right. Yeah, I listened to uh, you and uh, uh, Mo Howard over there.
7: Yeah, your crossover. And you were
9: fine. Yeah, I listen to him in the morning when I take the kids to school.
7: Yeah, you don't have just, to apologize.
9: He's a, he's a He's incredible. I called him, uh, first of all, just to give you uh, an idea. uh, Last week, he was uh, whining about the fact (laughs) that QAM didn't have uh, the Pat uh, Riley uh, news conference from Boat, wherever he was uh, on, and he ranted and raved about that for so long, my son went into the store, came back out and said, is he still ranting and raving like a girl? He's like an old woman. He's a ponderous (laughs) nebbish. I called him on Friday because he's talking about baseball and baseball and steroids and baseball for two days. I said, enough already. I said, talk about something else. I want to know. you got the Game 7, the hockey game... uh, Colorado. Oh, did you notice? Detroit? Did you
0: notice I had him explode there at the end when I went, the, when I walked out? I said something about uh, you don't like Toronto because it's the hockey capital. He said, and he yeah. said hockey sucks. He finally let out of the bag. Hockey sucks, and Gelly got all bent out of shape and started squeaking a little bit.
9: Wow, well, it was incredible. I, I I said I don't want to talk to you. I want to talk to Gelly. But Gelly, but give me a breakdown of the game.
7: <laughs>
9: and then um, he made a comment earlier Friday. Uh, Friday morning, he says. You know, the only genius, because they're talking about uh, football people being called genius, the only genius will be the guy who cures cancer. So I said, um, hey, uh, Howard, so that means, John, uh, you know, uh, Salt was a uh, moron. You know, he only uh, found... Okay, well, else. listen, have
0: a great day. Wow. Here's a guy who not only really can't stand Mo, but who listens every day and calls him all the time and has all these conversations with him and wants to repeat all the conversations on the show. I don't think so, sir. Thank you very much, but I think we get the message. All I wanted to find out is if people heard the thing this morning, and if they thought it was amusing, or if I actually attacked. Uh, well, whatever they thought, you know. I don't want to hear a rehash of every conversation these uh, uh, Yahoo's had with uh, anybody else or with me. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. How come I decided with the calls today? I don't know. Just I was just in that mood. I just felt it fitted the tone, plus the fact that I still have all this mucus, this phlegm. If I had, if I didn't have the phlegm, and if my ears would open, I'd feel great. But I don't want that to happen while I'm here. That should happen on a plane trip back to Toronto. Right. That that would be appropriate, because then, you know, it would fit right in. WQAM. Now, that was that interesting sound. I haven't heard that yeah. in a long time. QAM, hello.
7: Yeah, Neil? It was
0: kind of like that Bell South sound. Yes, sir.
4: Yeah, uh I, I listened to the segment this morning. That was probably the best part of the show, man. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell you that right now. And also, uh, i got a suggestion. Let's get off of Howard. He just don't get it, man. He didn't get the thing about Tom Brady. He didn't get anything. Let's just switch to um, to Joe Zygacki, man.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah, we just love that guy. We're eight o- eight o'clock
0: tonight, baby. <laughs> hey, get your time? Get your radio warmed up for it. Get your no out. Eight o'clock tonight. we got two hours of Joe, and nobody wants another Joe. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. i got a whole stack of stuff here, but I think I'll save it for the next couple of days. Don't you? I don't know. I, I like the calls. Web sex stings Nets. Oh, I'm sorry. Web sex. See, I can't even read today. I, I just knew it ahead of time. Web sex sting Nets ex-Broward clergyman. Really? A former professor at Knox Theological Seminary in Fort Lauderdale has been arrested and charged with soliciting sex from a Maryland state police officer who was posing as a 13-year-old girl on the Internet. All right. The Reverend Jonathan Gerstner, 44. Now, that's interesting, because I went to school in Canada, New York, and I'm sure there's no relation. With a family, their name was Gerstner. There was John Gerstner, who would be much older than 44. He'd be my age. And then there was, like, David Gerstner. And I'll tell you one thing, boy. They were all uh, pretty interesting uh, kids. Hot. Real hot. What are you trying to say? Not lukewarm. Well, they were just good-looking, goyim. See, that was great going to that school, because it was, like, all goyim, you know? I don't know what, what it is, but there's just something about those kind of like farm farm boys.
1: Corn fed.
7: Yeah.
0: The Reverend Jonathan Gerzner, 44, was arrested May 21 when he arrived at a park in Bowie, Maryland, outside Baltimore, and said, said Sergeant Thorney Rouse of the Maryland State Police, no relation to Bob Rouse, who used to play defense for the Leafs. Gerzner was charged with one kind of attempted second-degree rape, attempted second-degree sex offense, attempted third-degree sex offense, and using a computer to solicit sex from a minor. According to Rouse, Gerstner initiated contact with the trooper through instant messages and arranged to meet the person he thought was a teenage girl at the park to have sex. Thirteen. He did bring his condoms with him. That's good. He was ready and we were ready, Rouse said. I wonder if they used him. Gerstner has been the main pastor at Inverness Presbyterian Church in Dundalk, Maryland, since April 2000. He began working at the Fort Lauderdale Seminary in 1994, moved to Maryland (coughs) in 2000, which is good news for us. Get him out of here. WQAM, hello.
11: Joe
4: Costello was an Italian American, no talent, hip hop loving douchebag. Oh, that's the
0: guy at the uh, Chronic, yeah, the one that packs me this stuff about anybody who likes hip hop. <laughs> boring, sir. You're very boring. And not only that, what what is what is his taste in music? Have to do with whether he does a good radio show or not. Okay, a lot of people don't like my taste in music too, and you know what? They can stuff it. 10:55. See, a lot of people out there. First of all, because it's partly in German, they're not gonna like that. And then people like George are gonna say, "Well, it's too like syrupy." You know, it's too like uh I don't know. They're not okay. gonna like it. Plus, plus the fact that there's nothing gay about band or anam. I don't mean, okay? gay as homosexual. Oh. Anyway, Greg uh, was just in there having a great conversation with George, which was distracting. him. So he didn't really heard that much of the song anyway, because uh, Greg was going, pop, 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 pop. I, I, don't, I don't get this place. I just don't understand it. Get a message on my voicemail in Toronto about three, three, four weeks ago, whatever the hell it was. Oh, great job on a book. Great book deal. And by the way, I'm firing uh, George Rodriguez. Yeah, like an afterthought, you know. It's a good thing Mo backed off. I'll tell you that right now. Where do I th- send the note? It's a damn good thing he backed off because it was the right thing to do. Yeah, man. (laughs) Oh, man. Welcome to the QM playground. You're at it. Greg hates you. Even though he's in there sucking up and talking about Andrea Bocelli.
1: Who ripped off The Godfather? What was he talking about? Some of all fears. What is that? It's this uh, new movie that started, I guess, Friday. Starring Ben Affleck. I don't know who's in it. Oh, starring Ben Affleck? He's not in that. that I don't know. What's that
0: new movie uh, Matt Damon is in? That looks pretty interesting. No idea. Maybe it's
1: some of all fears.
0: No. Don't sound like it to me. Somebody out there will know the new movie that Matt Damon is in. In fact, maybe it's already in the theaters and they've already seen it. Somebody will know. 1056 at 560 WQM. I noticed, boy, I tell you, that sales department really did a big up today, didn't they? They suck. And I say, and you notice, I could say that from Toronto or Amsterdam, but I'm right here in the building and I see them in the morning. They suck. You guys suck. You're weak we got these gigantic, even Greg is running around a building. Oh, my God, look at those numbers. And you were number one in persons, 2554. I said, yeah. So what of it, schmuck? What about it? I can read the numbers. I don't need you coming in here with your Brooks Brothers suit. Tell me about I'm number one. Do we need him coming in here telling us we're number one? I do. And so what did Mo say when he came in here? See, there he is pumping you for information again. Happy to give it to him if I had or any. Was, or was that just part of the... Um, to enlighten him about the the conversation on the air, I, I don't understand. I, I that.
1: assume.
0: I see. Ten fifty seven at five sixty WQAM, where we're like having a big party, and we got like some people in the building who don't understand. It's a party. It's a party. Have a good time. Let your hair down. Don't take yourself so goddamn seriously. That's my point. Jesus, K in Christ, and and one other point too. Soccer sucks. Boring as hell. They can call it It's just like the thing with the Olympics, like with figure skating. It shows you how many millions of people get sucked into the hype. Now, granted, there are billions of people in the world who are into soccer because it's their thing. They can't help themselves. But the rest of you people out there wouldn't go to a soccer game if they gave you free tickets and a $50 bill and a six-pack of beer and naked pictures of Brittany. Who the hell are you kidding, huh? Oh, well, uh, Italy beat, yeah, like you care. Who gives a crap? It's boring as hell. But because it's hyped, it's the cup, maybe. Oh, and Anastasia is going to be releasing her album. In the, remember I played
1: Anastasia last year? Right. I forgot what it sounded like.
0: And she's got a song called Boom, which is like, uh, remember, what was the song that Ricky Martin did for the Olympics uh like five years ago? Live in La Vida, the, the, the cup, uh, what the hell was that thing called? La Vida Loca? No.
2: That bang, bang, bang. Uh, bang uh, uh, yeah, that,
0: that wasn't La Vida Loca, was it? I
1: don't
6: know.
0: But you know the one I'm talking they about. They all sound the, theme, the same to me, It was the right. theme from the uh, World Cup. Well, well she's got the one. Pres, it's that it's one? not good. Yeah, right. Al y Maria. Will you quit it? I'm trying to think of the song. I don't even know when to hit the dump button with this pick in there, you know? I think language is a problem. 1058 at 560 WQM. I mean, There's no problem they speak your language at Hallett Pontiac down here in uh, South Dade. I'll guarantee you that right now because Tom Hallett, well, no matter what language you speak, he can give you a little sign language. Mention my name. He'll give you the high sign. It's uh, Hallett's off-the-wall invoice sale going on right now. Stop by Hallett Pontiac GMC at 13401 South Dixie Highway. That's on US1, right across from the Falls, where the lowest sale price is marked right on the invoice, on all 2002 cars and trucks in stock. Choose 1.9% financing or up to a $3,500 rebate. (coughs) Check out the complete line of GMC SUVs, including the Envoy, voted by Motor Trend as SUV of the year, plus see the all-new Vibe SUV. Vibe's got the power of a sports car just a fraction of the price. Hallett's also got a great selection. of oh, it's a great select, it says here. Nice copy, Tom. they got a great select of pre-owned cars, trucks, and sport utility vehicles, too. And if you've been turned on for credit at some other bogus car dealer, don't worry about it, because Tom Lehman will make sure you get signed up for a deal at Hallett Pontiac GMC. Don't forget, it's the big one. It's the off-the-wall invoice sale going on right now as I speak at Hallett Pontiac GMC. Oh, I didn't see Bob Eisenberg. 13401 South Dixie Highway. That's on U.S. One across from the Falls. Open every day of your life. Seven days a week, you can call them at 305-238-4040 and make some cost to comment about Bob Eisenberg's hairpiece while you're at it. 305-238-4040. Hallett Pontiac GMC. We are professional grade. 8999.
8: The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale.
2: Anybody have a heart or a liver?
8: Coming up tonight on Inside the Behind the True Hollywood Celebrity Music Biography Profile Story. We take a good, hard, stiff look into stardom. He was an Indonesian born of Dutch parents who had his only hit with a remake of an American song which he recorded in Germany. Was this guy f***ed up or what? We're talking about Taco. If you're blue and you don't know where to
7: go
4: to, why don't you go where
8: fashion sits? Oh, I love him, but it's extremely hard to find
1: information on Taco.
8: Indeed, our own search for Taco proved fruitless, until it finally bore fruit in Jim, who runs the only known Taco fan website in the world. I want people to know they don't have to be ashamed to visit my site. If you love Taco, you've found a home here. Jim also runs Taco support groups for the miserable, hideous freaks who actually copped to liking this crappy singer and his crappy song.
1: Hi. My name is Beth, and I'm a Taco fan. Hi,
8: Beth! How do I explain Taco's contribution to this whole oeuvre of synth-pot versions of Irving Berlin tunes? Where are you, Taco?
4: Please let us know where you are and, and if you're listening. I just want to thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. You did such a wonderful thing. for. Oh, and
2: uh, please click on
3: the links to my sponsors.
2: Help keep my website free.
8: What a bunch of crap. Give me the young Frankenstein version any day.
2: If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion (coughs) sits?
8: Ah, that's better. It's a big, juicy, sopping wet look at show business. Tonight, on Inside the Behind. Wasn't that Gene Wilder?
0: Yes, I love Gene Wilder. It's, although I did like Rosanna Dana better, it's 11.03 at 5.60 WQM. Not that we have to make a choice. Now I'm going to tell you right now, although I'm sure that they hated that song that I played, Missing You by a band which I love, and the video and everything else. But at any rate, uh, Bomb Funk MC, remember the first one that I played? What the hell yes. was the name of that? I forget the name of it. It was great. Freestylers? Freestylers, right. Very I good. Haven't. Well, they have a new song, which I was playing this morning, but you were busy dealing with something called Live Your Life. And if they were playing that on uh, PYM, see Disney, you have no clue. You just have no, you have no idea where the music is. That, that's your problem. You're playing the same twenty songs over and over again. I could program that station in like in five minutes. Me, songs like that, that I could play, but I won't because this audience don't want to hear music. But nevertheless, I could and put them right out of business. Don't, don't you like that? That was fine. It is great. And there's stuff on here like Milk Incorporated in your eyes, which they don't even know about Milk Inc. They don't even know that group exists. That's the problem with you, Disney. Maybe you need a new pro, uh, music director. I don't want to get involved in here with that whole kid scurvy business because you know they got their own problems. They play all that bro music. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five. Si- oh, here's a stupid fax. This is dumb. I have two requests. It's, it's soccer time. How about playing that bit with a Jamaican lady talking about soccer? I have no idea what pit he's talking about. Do you?
1: Wasn't it a voicemail?
0: Jamaican lady talking about soccer?
1: No, you know what? It was a phone call twixt you and her, and it, we made a promo out of it. Oh.
0: Also, there's another bit with a prank phone call to a lady telling her, her husband is cheating on her. He's talking about spousal arousal, which is burnt out badly. The answer, sir, is no. absolutely not, sucker. 5670560. Oh, Boy, we sure don't have much crossover with that morning show, do we? No, not at all. That one guy heard it and then he went rambling on for like about a half an hour, about every call he had with Moe. He reminds me of Rimmer, that guy. You know, he, he did that again yesterday on the phone. You can, t- you can tell he was wounded because I ripped him last week about listening 24 hours a day to this radio station, and then bellicon about it. And then he yesterday did the same thing. He says, "Well, I guess I should lose my radio." Ha! Huh? You know, like trying to make a joke out of it, like he was wounded. And then, like two minutes later, he goes into a thing about, "Well, most said this, and most," and he's quoting the whole radio station again. It's amazing how many people we have who, out there who hate all of us on this station, or most of us, and they can quote chapter and verse every goddamn thing that everybody on WQAM says, morning, noon, and night. It's amazing to me. It's astonishing. WQAM. QAM?
4: Yeah, I just wanted to tell them that movie, uh, Born Identity.
0: Oh, that's the one with Matt Damon? Yeah. Did you see it?
6: No, it's not It's not out yet. coming soon. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Okay, bye.
0: Matt Damon's coming soon. Squirt, squirt. Close by you. Get the towels. 567-0568. Yeah, weren't you asking me the other day? Oh, that was on Friday, the first poll that I took about overrated. You know, people that look good but are overrated. Have yeah. no talent.
1: Yeah, he looks uh, okay. Matt Damon. Yeah. Alien. Bulbous head. Let me say it again. He looks okay. All right, you can have him.
0: Okay. WQYM.
4: Hey, hey. What to talk to Neil. Speaking. Hey, Neil. Welcome back. Thank you. Uh, Very briefly, to, I'll be gone before you know it. Well, glad to, we can have this time together. I want to. Mention, <laughs> I want to mention that uh, you're uh, you're running two spots on your show which I don't think anyone knows that they're running it. The,
0: You're not uh, talking about that one that I heard in the first hour, by the way, which I'm looking up right now, that, uh, what is it called? Promise Keepers. Yeah, Promise Keepers. What the? What is this sales department? Next thing we'll be doing the, the Christian sci- uh, the Scientologist uh, stuff on Iran uh, hubbub.
4: I'm really surprised if the Promise Keepers knew they were on your show. They might have to do a sacrifice or something. Yeah. And also the station is running a bunch, I guess their PSAs, about black schools where disadvantaged blacks who... Need. They
1: are not PSAs. Oh, they're no,
4: not? No, they're spots.
1: They're
0: paid spots. Oh, they're paid. Why do you think we're putting them on there?
4: That, that's true. And again, that's really strange that you played a reparation song, and then there's uh, spots for where black people can take their kids that aren't doing well. Well, and
0: that's called equal time.
4: Equal time. I, mm-hmm. I understand it. Well, Neil, glad to hear you back uh, live in the studio down here.
0: Now, let me ask you something. How different does it sound?
4: It doesn't sound different at all. See,
0: that's what I told you.
4: Yeah, it's like uh, when you're on up from Toronto, it, it it sounds like you're there in the studio. sounds like I'm
0: sitting right in your lap. That's right. Okay, have, right there. have a great day. See, there you go. I rest my case. Oh, it's going to sound bad in the technical... I remember that first day or two, and you were getting all bent out of shape because people were calling in people around the building, and uh, you were, you know, letting them influence you. Don't you remember that? No. I do. Saying what? Saying that it didn't sound right and that there was a delay and that you can hear it on it. Well, that's the only problem that
1: I had. That wasn't them. It was (laughs) bugging me, that whole delay thing. That first setting, the way they had it. It sucked. Well, that only went on for, what, like two and a half months? That's our engineering department,
0: baby. They are the best. Hey, all you overweight people, all you fat slobs out there, and we know there are plenty of you, we want to welcome back our friends at uh, Delights of West Boca who can help you get into a bathing suit this summer. Delights of West Boca is the oldest and largest low-carb superstore superstar in South Florida. <coughs> God, I wish I could get all that yellow stuff out. And the official Atkins Diet Center. Yeah. The big purple one again. Diet is uh, amazing these days. You know, this copy that he wrote here for uh, Delights is the worst piece of crap I've ever seen in my life. You know, coming back here and seeing Peter Leonard, maybe that's why I'm having a relapse. I was doing really great over the weekend. And now all the phlegm is coming back, and I'm starting to feel a little headachey. It's either this room here or seeing Petey Lenny two or three times already this morning. Anyway, dieting is amazing these days because with the introduction of Splenda, a lot of these diet products have dropped the sweeteners that were harsh on your stomach and caused you to be spending most of your day on the bowl. That's right. Delights of West Booker carries thousands of diet products, supplements, vitamins, diet books, everything you need to lose the pounds you thought were so hard to get rid of. Diet, uh, Delights also carries the largest selection of bakery products like pancake mix, breads, cookies, cheesecakes, brownies, muffins, and it clears. And Delights also carries low carbon sugar free products like Pasta, sauces, ketchup, crackers, candy, champion light chocolate, and their famous Carbolite ice cream. Head to Delights of West Boca and try before you buy. Taste anything in the store for free before you make the purchase. The knowledgeable staff at Delights will put you on the right path to getting skinny. Why is that door ajar? Did a witch just come by and turn our door into a jar? Call one eight seven seven low carb. Maybe Tabitha did it there. She's trying to put on a spell to save Timmy. And by the way, nice to see Norma back on Passions. Oh. I'm sorry, Peggy. Call one eight seven seven low carb or check out lowcarb dot com on the web. Of course you can visit the store on the northeast corner of Glades Road and four forty one in Boca and please tell them that PD Lenny sent you by the lights of West Boca, your official to on sports radio five sixty. You know what I mean? Yeah.
7: yeah. Eh? yeah. yeah. Uh. Q-A-M. Eddie, 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 Eddie,
4: Eddie, Eddie. That's a lot of dirt. That's a lot of dirt.
7: I figure as
0: long as I'm here, I'll bring back some real uh, good memories. Let's see. Here's a uh, bunch of crap about uh, somebody lost their money in the stock market. No thanks. Market's saying another dump today. Not interested. I'm out of it. A fool and his money are soon part of it. That's all I'm going to tell you. If you want to go, you know, get touted. If you want to get sucked in, hear stories about some Arab sheik is just going to buy 40 million st- uh, shares of Xerox or some other bull crap. Be my guest. Just have a bonfire in your backyard and just burn it. You'll have more of a fun time, and then the police will come and you know. I have a big tennis over. At least there'll be some action. Here's a fax from Chronic Mike Faxer. Welcome back to Some of All Fears. Stars Ben Affleck. And saw he saw it over the weekend. He says it was more frightening than entertaining. The storyline was not as great as the scenes were thought-provoking. The thought of the U.S. and Russia being only a cabinet member's confirmation away from annihilation will make anyone schmidt. He says I'm sure there's a laxative cheaper than the price of admission. All the best from our friend Mike the Chronic Faxer in Miami. Thank you, Mike. So it stars Ben Affleck. Which you also don't think he's a good actor. I think he's pretty good. Flat. Nondescript. His See, you acting. Could, you know something? You could say the same thing about Humphrey Bogart. Flat. I didn't like Humphrey Bogart at all. One good You know something? You are, a, you are a communist. I'm going to report your ass to Lord. Two the good call. performances. I Kane think they're going to put you right back on that rubber. African raft. Queen, all the rest of it, didn't care for him. And you know something? You're right. Oh. We, he was always the same. I, right. You know, uh, over there Schreiner, I get on the satellite with my eighteen thousand channels. In Amsterdam, I get the Turner Classic Movie uh, Classics. Two of they right. two different ones, and I, I love a lot of those older movies. But he, the the last week that I was, or I guess it was only in there like nine or ten days, in Amsterdam. But I guess during that week they were running uh, Bogart and Lauren Bacall movies, which they made several together. And he's always the same. Right. With every hat, movie he's in, he's the and same. The drink and um, yeah, posing. Kind of like I see Robert De Niro, even though people think he's, didn't he win our poll? Like more people would pay yeah. to see a movie that he was in than anybody else? Uh, I don't, I don't agree with Once that. he's always time, the same. maybe,
1: but he's become like, like everything else. He, he won't turn down a job anymore, De Niro. And he does the same thing in every movie now. As opposed to like Robert Duvall, who takes every character and is, uh, great, no matter what,
0: what he's playing. Like in The Great Santini, and then in, uh, right. Network, and, uh, the, the Godfather, Tom That's Hagen?
1: you have to see Apocalypse Now just up until he's not in the movie anymore. And then you can turn it off. Up until uh, Robert Duvall? Oh, right.
0: Jesus, how many pages are there with this crap? First they lose us. Oh, oh I don't want this horrible story by Jonathan King about the... Uh, oh, I don't want it. We don't want a depressing Monday, okay? We want to have a little fun here today. That's why I played the Eddie thing, just lighten it up a little by I mean, you can't help but laugh. Even though he's sick, he's twisted, he's pathetic. We got his name, his phone number, his shoe size. We got him by the balls. And he still doesn't care. He can't control himself. He's a sick puppy. We've given him an outlet here on his show. And then, of course, the mad dog who just uh, don't get it. He's got the uh, Eddie Jr. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, 5670560, we're taking calls today for some reason. Now, this may not happen again anytime soon. Certainly not for an entire show. 190 votes on a poll. How much do you care about the language problem in South Florida? I'm surprised we haven't had a lot of women calling in about that. Screaming and yelling hysterically.
9: Speak English, God damn it!
0: In fact, that's leading the way. Isn't that a surprise? A lot. This is America. Speak English. 95 votes say they care a lot. They're pissed off and fired up. Especially at all you spicks, George. 99 Sorry. votes say that. 50.2%. Enough to avoid Dade County as much as possible fifty two that's what I voted. not at all twenty three. I'm bilingual, so too bad for the rest of you sixteen. Screw off. and there's no language problem seven. seven comedians said that after I dwelt so long on a thing about uh, none, it could have stayed zero. But we have some people out there who just like to you know shove it around. w q a m
7: This is Woody) <laughs>
0: I'll tell you one thing, nobody's ever going to accuse you of originality, sweetheart. You know, after all these
1: years, he finally got a laugh out
0: of it. Yeah, that's right. Because probably of all the people that have ever called this show, even Mr. G, I mean, any of the most unctuous people on the face of the earth, there's nobody more
1: obnoxious than Woody. He'll be on there, too, by the way.
0: I don't care. Remember I told you that the day that I was leaving when we were working in the uh, briefly in the Paxson building there in Hollywood? And I was driving out of there. And incoming, cause we were on, off of that little side street down there by where Cox is. And I'm driving out of there and here along comes a car and a guy pulls up and he looked like, you know, some schmuck, any schmuck. And he rolls down the window. Hey Neil, I look like it's, you know, some listener. I'm Woody. And I thought, he's an asshole. Wow. Wow. W-Q-A-N.
7: Hello.
0: Yes sir.
4: Hey George. Wow. It, Joe? Hello. Yeah, hey, it's, uh...
0: Hello? <laughs> I, I caught that in time, didn't I? Yeah, Yeah, sure. After the, after the first two letters. Yes, I did. He just said, sh- yeah. Right. <laughs> George ain't answering the phone, okay? I'm taking them as they come, okay? Just relax. Boy, we've had these people off the phone thing for so long, and now I've got this. Is I like it this way. Got them on the defensive. They don't know whether to scream or eat uh, or peel a banana. 5670560 oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. I'm sure that uh, some of the sports uh producers are running around getting all Oh, Neil's taking calls today. It's great. <laughs> Remember that day? Yeah. It's not great. It's just uh, a little release. Everybody's it's a little release squirt squirt. Yeah, it's different. Kind of like your calls. Different. <laughs> not like this place. Different. <laughs> oh, look at that. That was kind of different. WQAM. Now, I you know I punched it because the arrow's on it. WQAM.
9: Uh, hi, I just want to tell Neil that uh, so so in Spanish
7: is así, así.
0: Así, así. Uh huh. Correcto. Thank you. Muchas gracias. Así, así. Now, how come he knows that? And that guy didn't sound like a Julio to me. Sounded like a Schwarzer. Did not.
7: Yeah, did he, so. might, yeah
0: he did. Sounded a little dark. About three shades darker. Maybe he knows in
1: Dade County, and he knows survival span.
0: I think now, what would be wrong if we like started inbreeding the whole human race, and everybody was like about the shade like Malcolm and Halle Berry? No. How come, we didn't put, how come we didn't put that on there? Oh well, nobody knows who. What's his name? Shamar Moore. They don't know who. No, that is. not really. Well, there were a lot of people on the poll Friday that people didn't know who they were. They didn't know Billy Warlock, and a lot of people still don't know Tom Welling. If they don't watch Smallville, right. they wouldn't know Tom Welling from
1: or Sophia Vergara. No, nobody
0: knew who that was. I, and like I said, and I, I, no question, if they saw the pictures that you got there of
1: uh, whatever her name is, Sophia Vergara. Oh, I forgot to take the camera off the, the camera, the calendar off the wall. I got your calendar covered up.
0: You asshole! Jesus Christ! Oh!
1: Don't mess up the calendar. Screw That was a got Christmas some present.
0: Pitch. Was that Sophia? Yeah. It's not messed up. It's just on the floor. Like, wrinkled okay. up a little bit and crinkled it <laughs> and go to get stepped on. Yeah, mess up my calendar with those identical twins. And you're the one of all people that took the to pull on identical twins. Right. About fantasizing about having sex with identical twins. And yeah, but I wasn't you, thinking about that. Don't you ben. think that that? Well, I was. <laughs> what do you think I was thinking about? Sophia Vergara? I don't think so. No. No, not this old fag. Oh, see, there, there we go again with that uh, gay banter. You're, and you're the one that inspired it. I was just doing my thing, and you inspired all the gay banter again. Blame George. So I guess the deal is with Greg, as he came rushing in here to find out, because because you do understand that if there was any bad feeling about that appearance on a Mo Green Show this morning, Mo Howard, that you're up for being canned again. Yeah, see, I know. this is gonna. There's no end to that. I know. That's why we have to keep. In Joe other words, tra- in other words, it's not like we resolved the problem and we decided that it was all frivolous and there's no sense. And even though he backed off, he can always put the pressure on again. See. So in other words, if I do something that pisses him off, or even if Miguel does something that pisses him off, you're the one that's going to be on the line to get fired again. So just keep that in mind while you're eating your next meal and smoking your next... Five six seven oh five six uh is it? 60. And you know something? i got to go out and buy some good cigars when I get back up in T.O. It's so pleasurable to be able to sit there in the morning with my little ashtray, smoking whatever the hell I want. It's great. Don't have any assholes running around. Oh, it's a non-smoking building, because it happens to be a smoking building. Why the hell not? I live there. It's my joint, my place. WQAM. Hello? Yes, ma'am.
5: Hi, I was wondering if I could get on the air with Neil.
0: You're on right now. Oh, I am? Yes, ma'am. Sounds like me.
6: (laughs) I just want to tell him I totally agree with him about uh, people needing to speak English when they come here. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, they should stop
9: letting everybody in.
0: They should stop. uh, Amen, as in right now. Okay. When in doubt, turn him around and send him back. Okay, ask the Kimi Olvidas. Five six seven oh five sixty. What I tell you, she don't even know who she's talking to. But if we have women. As soon as you bring this up, let's get Sandy Payton
5: on. Come on, oh. let's
0: talk about those Cubans. Let's get Emmy Schaefer in here. I didn't start this. It was just staring me there at the paper Saturday. I thought to myself, Oh, well, I'm back here again. All the good old ethnic hate. Every excuse to hate this one, hate that one. They won't speak a goddamn English. Who cares? Who gives a crap? Does it bother me that all those uh, Dutch people? I mean, most of them know English because they have to take it in school, but not all of them. And if they don't uh, learn it, who cares? There's certain things that are like universal. You don't have to speak the same language. Right? What are you talking about? Like this? Like this finger, for example? Oh. Oh, those Brits. I, I guess I already talked about that, about the burly Brits that all look like they're rugby players. Oh, they're just... They're nauseating. I know we have people out there. We have a lot of Brits who live down here, and I can understand why you left your country. That Dutchman that Hans that calls us, or maybe that was him before, I don't. I have no idea why anybody would leave uh, Holland and come here. I mean, I can understand if they're like work-study or here like to blow up some buildings or something like that. But I mean, I, I, for the life of me, I can't imagine why anybody would leave there and come to live in this country. That would be like leaving Canada and, and, coming, and coming to live in the U.S. I, I can't even imagine that. People do it all the time. People come for jobs, right? Because the pay is better and it's not that crappy Canadian money.
1: And it isn't the Arctic tundra.
0: Well, well, let me ask you this. How about Chicago and New York and Boston? Do they have weather? Is their weather any different from, like, Toronto or Montreal?
1: Nevertheless, the snowbird principle. People leave... No, 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 no. no. I'm not talking about coming here for the weather. I'm talking about coming here permanently. People who leave a country just... Like retirees that come here and stay here? I don't understand it either, but they do. Well, you do understand this is God's waiting room. I, I do understand that, uh-huh. and I don't know why. Oi! Like Anne Bancroft said, when we get old, we all go to Florida and wait to die. And that's exactly right.
0: 217 votes on that survey, and 107, that's 49.3%, say they care a lot about that language issue here in this uh, town, this problem. This is America, speak English, God damn it! And lose that accent, Miguel, or Mo's going to get you fired, too. He don't like specs, I'm telling you. I, I should have asked him about that, but I, I guess it's probably just as well that I didn't. 27 past, <laughs> past 11... Now, I just had that one guy. He's the only one that heard that segment. That's not a very good omen, is it? As far as our crossover with the Mo Howard show, that was the only guy. And then, and then he was terminal anyway. He kept recounting those other phone calls he made to Mo. He was worse than Rimmer. That guy. We're the worst. Well, not worse than Rimmer. 27 after the hour at 560 WQM. If your carpets are in desperate need of getting some cleaning and looking just like brand new, and still springtime, time time to get the spring cleaning done, one of the best things to do is pick up that phone and call the Dry Concepts people because they're the best anywhere at any price and uh, with any method. And they have that exclusive patented dry cleaning method. Nobody else in the world does it. They're the only ones who use this method to suck out even the deepest down dirt in the fibers of your carpet. The same idea that they use to dry clean your clothing. And Dry Concepts cleaning is the best way to clean and protect your carpets because your colors stay more vivid and vibrant. They look just like brand new. They smell lemony fresh, and they feel soft to the touch. And there's nothing like when it feels soft to the touch. I've been using them in my home for years, and believe me, use them the first time. And any time you'll need a carpet cleaning, you'll call on Dry Concepts. So don't be fooled by those $5.99 specials that you leave your carpet soaked for two days because with Dry Concepts, in just a couple hours after you finish the job, your carpets are dry and you're ready to rock and roll again. Treat yourself and your carpets to a spring cleaning day called Dry Concepts. They'll never let you down. Don't forget a written guaranteed price before they start the work. In Broward, call 954-370-7778. 954-370-7778. In Dade or Palm Beach, call 1-800-248-5071. 1-800-248-5071. Clean today and.
4: Regresa Canada, jodido bastardo.
5: Ilian, we're getting tired of you. Ileon, you should be Cuba bound. Rolling cigars don't sound so hot. You should be on your way. Head you south and say hi to your mom. So go back to Havana, it's only 90 miles. So go back and see Castro, buddy, on your brand new I of USA in a tube. Cause you've lost.
0: I'm just thinking to myself. I always like Joe Rose in the morning, you know. It's 11:31 at 5:60. No, I'm thinking about that. Now you were witness to it. Didn't the Beast come in here and say, since he produces on that morning show, that they invited me that, that they would. Then he invited me to come in here and be on a show with him, Mo, and wish him a happy birthday, which is very self, you know, but nevertheless. And he invited me to sit down. I went in there and I wished him a right. happy birthday during the break. and We had that insipid conversation about how he, uh, you know. He didn't get you canned, and he backed off and did the right thing and all this other idiotic crap. And then as I was starting to walk out, he said, ah, sit down, aren't you going to sit down? And he put me on the air. I didn't crash their show. They invited me to be in on that show. You
1: follow what I'm saying? I, I followed it all the way through. I don't get it.
0: I just, I don't get that man at all. There was
1: nothing all. uh funky or unusual I thought we just
0: had a little fun. And if we didn't have any fun, tough crap. So what did I tell you about this thing with Bell South? Now that story I read about the uh, yeah. from the business section. Here's Jill, who says I just called Bell South and canceled my extra calling services on my two phone lines. These services include call waiting, three-way calling, etc. Those services add up fast. I'll be saving forty one forty a yearly savings of four hundred ninety six dollars and eighty cents. And my voice has been heard. I'll also be sending a copy of my cancellations to Joseph Lacher, uh, Lacher, Locker, L A C H E R. I don't know how he pronounces it. Bell South, President of Florida, and Hilda Gear VP of Marketing. I encourage others to do the same. I hope they'll be able to read my letter as it will be in English only, signed Jill. A militant bitch. Well, guess what, Jill? When I get home this afternoon, I'm going to call up Bell South and order a whole bunch of new uh, services. Just to cancel her out. See what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm going to order, like, three-way, uh, five-way calling. And another phone line for my fax machine. Order up a party line. And a party line for party radio? That's right, I already played that one. How come we didn't have any comment about Band Onanaman? Bond in the USA is the album you can get in the U.S., by the way. Their website is USA. Bond in the USA. Do you remember the videos I showed you last year? Yeah, they were great. The one where he was dancing naked with the nun and running around with all those naked chicks in a Catholic school. and It was great. He is great. But at any rate, we don't want to overdo it because we understand that there's a little bit of German in there, and people are, are very uptight about language. Although I guess you know something, maybe it's not a language problem. Maybe it's just a Spanish problem. Maybe they don't mind if you speak a little bit of German, even a little bit of Yiddish, as in
1: Kakselchois stuff like that, like I do on this show, or a little bit of um, Dutch. I think the problem is when Spanish becomes the primary language in a lot of places, and uh, people feel left out. No, I think the problem is there's just a lot of hate. Well, that too.
0: I think that's what it is. Plus, plus, of course, the business of using language as a weapon, which was in that article. Using language as a weapon. It's very common, both ways. And wrong. Yeah. Well, like on the elevator with those par, uh, Power 96 assholes. I find it very amusing to see this thing going back and forth between power and party, uh because they both suck. They both absolutely suck. The, the music on both stations is garbage. I'm not saying that once in a great while by accident either station hasn't played a good song, but that that's only by accident. That's like saying that a guy who can't sing worth uh, you know, a crap, you know, occasionally doesn't hit the right note once in a great while. What the hell was that? A party song? Oh, well, I got I got all kinds of stuff on here. Even Alcazar, all you Queens out there, do you know from Alcazar? No, they're from uh, Denmark. To each its own. You know, we don't want to start playing music here, do we? Why the hell not? Yes. Put those assholes right out of business. Five six seven oh, five, 60, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless. Y100 like... plays it. Y100 plays The Calling. Who was that? Miguel. Oh. I'm well, Miguel ought to know. Guess so Y100 was the Y100 kind of guy. Uh, now, does anybody know where they're from? They're American, The Calling. It's an American group, right? I guess. I don't know nothing about them. But it's I a... don't listen to Y100. And neither do I. I don't, I don't listen to a radio here. I listen to Us. On the way home every day, I listen to the Mad Dog. If I'm in the car later, I'll listen to Hank. Coming to work this morning, I listened to Moe, and then he repeated. Did, were you listening then? When he repeated the same stuff to me that I heard him say coming in about, uh, what the hell was that about? I forget what it was. He gave, fed me back the Hockey same. sucks. Like, oh, something no, something about uh, since Jimmy Carter was uh, hasn't had a, oh, he it was at the ball game with his wife yesterday, the Marlin game, and he sat next to two big fat guys who hadn't had a bat since Jimmy Carter was president. I heard him say that when I was driving in, and then he gave me the same lie, same lie when I was sitting there. Well, you know the radio audience.
1: Well, uh,
0: oh, that, that's it. right. That's when he said that thing about they switch every 15 minutes. And I said, only on your show, five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. And seriously, I'm I'm not exaggerating. I'm not being sarcastic. I wish I could lighten him up because we could have a lot of fun. But it's obvious to me that it's like uh, and I, and the you know who I blame Greg. Because you can see already Greg is listening to the tape, and what did he say when he came in here? You know, if you'd stop treating this man like a child, he just turned 72 today, for Christ's sakes. It's his birthday. Stop treating him like an overgrown child. Treat him like a man, like a mensch. If you knew what that meant, Greg, which you don't, you silly goy. Instead of treating him like a little baby. Oh, he's upset again. upsetting. Ah, tough crap, okay? Change his diaper and uh, cut the crap, Greg. No, I blame Greg. That's what I blame. Of course, you're not in any position at this point, since your job is so tenuous. <coughs> in fact, when he was in here, I didn't want to tell you, but he said, what do you think, should I for George today? I said, sure. He's stupid. 21 till noon. Now, where, where are you playing that off of? DCS. Oh, it's in there? HD Dash. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's in there with... The mad dog or the angry puppy. I didn't realize we had all that stuff, like... He's stupid. Oh, yeah see I don't have that in Toronto here's the problem with George yeah he's stupid stupid
9: stupid stupid
0: <laughs> I love this if I'd have known that I'd have played this for four hours today
9: stupid stupid
0: stupid <laughs> 21 till noon at 560 I tell you, I think this head cold's affecting my don't, don't blame me okay the audience out there don't blame me I'm just a little under the weather and plus plus the corporate diseases in this studio so being back in here is not doing me any good my head's all filled up Hey, let me tell you about a great place where they know their head, Pizzaloft. That's uh, Jeff's specialty, isn't it? Getting, receiving, giving, thinking about. That's old Jeff Cohen with the black uh, balls. Now, what did, what was that you were talking about before, about black balls? Black sack. Oh, black black sack. Well, that's the same thing, isn't it? Jeff's running around on his bike with his little black sack every day. And when you go into Pizzaloft, say, hey, Jeff, how's your black sack? He might even show it to you. Wouldn't surprise me. That's the kind of guy he is. Now, am I supposed to talk about the uh, new place opening soon or not? I guess it's not in the copy yet. He never called you back and said what month they were opening? Anyway, every Monday, like tonight, is Eggplant Night at the Pizza Loft. And every Tuesday is, um, what is it, Lasagna Night is Monday, and Tuesday is Eggplant Night. Buy one of these dinners on these nights. Get the second one for only 5 bucks. Wednesdays, kids eat free with adults. They can see Jeff favorite magic uh, show and his black uh, box, his black sack, Thursday is bike night at the Loft. Come on a motorcycle, buy one dinner, get the second one for half price because Jeff loves his biker buddies. Pizza Loft's got combination dinners. You can try a little bit of this and a lot of that. They give you big, big fresh portions. Everything is delicious. Just phenomenal garlic rolls dripping with garlic. Three different kinds of great pizza. They got the veal and chicken and seafood, calzones, super subs. Jeff's got it all to Pizza Loft. Big, big portions. And like I said, prices so small, you and the whole family can keep coming back over and over again. Don't forget, they're located the original Broward Pizza Loft on between, um, on university between Griffin and 595, right next to Nova Southeastern and right behind Pier 1 Imports and Kitty Corner of the Armadillo Cafe. See how we're going to work that back and forth like in, yeah, a little cross promote there. Why the hell not? For a takeout or delivery. Or have uh, Jeff cater your next affair. Just call 954-916-8880. I bet you Jeff's catered a lot of affairs. 954-916-8880. Don't forget, the new pizza loft's going to be opening late in the summer over there by Amarcy at Walgreens. Knob Hill and Sunrise in Prestigious. Now, is that uh, that's Plantation. See to me the I acres, want to say sunrise, I, w- I was but, yeah, thinking I think about that right. this no it's not, definitely not sunrise sunrise is further west like where the yamal is but I, I want to say the acres but to me the acres is like west of where Hyattis Road and sunrise right. starts that's the acres so it's like uh, out Pro one two
8: the man in one. Sports Radio 560,
3: QAM. Neil Rogers, got. Singer Dionne Warwick was arrested at Miami International Airport after a routine baggage scan discovered 11 marijuana cigarettes jammed in her lipstick case. Dion, what did you plan to do when you got to the security checkpoint?
7: Welcome back. When you were stopped by Officer
3: Alfred McGillen, what did you say?
7: What's it
3: all about, Alfred? Andy on Warwick, who do you normally smoke pot with? Some sources say you were carrying the pot for Whitney Houston. Is that true? When do you usually get high? The
10: moment I wake
3: up. So, would you say you've been smoking pot for a long time? Miss Warwick signed papers guaranteeing she would return for her day in court.
11: Promises, promises, i up with promises, promises.
0: Yeah, me too. 50 and a half till noon at 560. No truce. Aretha Franklin claims tabloid defamed her. <laughs> You're bad. You're really brutal. You can see the looks on his face every time I mention anything to do with that.
6: I'm not a bad guy, I'm a
0: good guy. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, Scotty Mac? He's stupid. Yeah. Grammy Award winner Urethra Franklin is suing the star tabloid for defamation over a story that said the singer has a drinking problem that's threatening her career and life. The lawsuit is a rebuttal that everything in the article is false. Franklin's lead attorney, Barry B. Langford of Los Angeles, said Wednesday. You know, Barry? He's stupid. Literally millions of people read that gar- garbage. People believe what they read and they the publishers sell a lot of copies of that crap. Who would read a thing like this star? He's stupid. Yeah. I read it. In fact, didn't I read a story from the Star already this morning, the one about uh, Al Pacino and the Godfather? I love that story. That was a good story. Yes, it was. About how the uh, MGM was forced to release him over to Paramount. They made him an offer he couldn't refuse about the MGM Grand. What was the guy's name? Not Jack and Something close to that. Mo Green. Mo Green. The star story quotes unidentified insiders and pals of Franklin 60 who said they were worried about her drinking. The story also said... <coughs> Franklin canceled performances because of her drinking... <coughs> The lawsuit filed March 26th in federal court in uh, Albuquerque said the article was published in New Mexico's uh, Bernalillo County. Well, that's a beautiful place. You know, Have you ever driven through uh, Arizona, New Mexico? No, just Vegas. Not a place that you really would want to spend any time, but a good place to drive through and look at all the um, nature, all the multicolored rocks. Kind of like Jeff Cohen's sack. New Mexico is Bernalolo County and throughout the country, and that uh, county residents read the defamatory statements in the story. I guess I kind of lost something in the translation when I picked it up there in mid-sentence. Too bad. It names his defendants American Media, Inc., American Media, Operations, Inc., Star Editorial, Inc., and the author of the story that ran in December 2000 about poor urethra. Quite a little problem, okay? We all like urethra. Anybody who would write anything bad about urethra is probably stupid. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon... Wireless line. You know, I come back to town for just a few days, totally unsuspecting. I figure I sneak in here this morning, I do a few shows, I get the hell out of here, and I'll be gone for like four months, and everything's fine, you know. And first, lo and behold, before I even know it, all of a sudden I'm in the other studio over there. And now we got a whole big song and a dance going on. Stupid. 259. 259 votes on the poll. Oh, God. What am I doing here? Get the plane. Pull the plane up to the side of the building and let's take off. A straight vertical takeoff, please. 5670560. Got a lot of open lines on there. Boy, I tell you, we're doing screenless and we still can't get any response from this dead. This place is dead. Forget about it. Talk about a waste of energy. WQAM.
6: Uh, hi. I'd like to speak with Neil. Speaking. Oh, hey. Welcome back, Neil. Thank you. A couple of things. First, the week they showed the final episode of Smallville, you were you were not on. George was on. Yeah, and uh, that was a great episode. I I only saw a few episodes during the. Now wasn't that
0: season. the one where they found the uh, they the, they showed the uh, little flying saucer in the basement at the end?
6: Yeah, like they, they the guy the reporter brought back that little piece that went back into the ship, and then the ship like right uh, started floating up into the air. Right. Um, And he had, like, the video camera, and then uh, the father was, like, chasing after him in the the storm. I mean, if the father was smart, he would have, like, taken the camera and broke it into pieces, destroying the proof. Now, if the
0: father was smart, he had gone back to Dukes of Hazzard.
6: Exactly. Um, One thing I don't remember, like, uh, when that storm hit like uh lex luthor's house like uh you know farm. something
0: i don't i don't think i did see that episode I, I saw the one the week before when they found the ship they were showing the previews that's where i saw the ship in the basement but i never saw the last one you're oh, right i you didn't saw oh, no
6: the great well episode. somebody and will anyway, call
0: in and answer the question i'm sure
6: this this tornado hit and what's her face lana was like stuck in a pickup truck and like, like at the end of the episode clark like caught up to where she was trapped in the truck and the, mm-hmm. storm, the tornado picked up the truck and he went running after her, after her, and that's how they ended the episode.
0: I'll tell you one thing: if he moved as fast on her as he's moving on everything else on that show, he'd uh, make a score sometime in his lifetime.
6: Right. Um, I also want to talk a little about, about music. I wanted to say that, you know, for somebody who's older, I'm like really impressed in your musical taste. I, I share a lot of the same music appreciational taste that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a shame that they don't play, you know, a lot of that stuff down here. Well, the see, part of the reason think. is not just
0: down here but this country because of the fact that there's really almost no music videos to watch anywhere here except MTV, which doesn't show any, and much music, which, uh, you know, is pretty marginal at best. Uh, there, there's no music video, whereas in Europe, and I hate to keep saying this, but I love it uh, with my satellite dishes because i got about 15 or 20 different music channels, and and there, there are no stupid programs like you have on MTV where most of their programming now is taken up with dumb programs. But over, over there, all the music channels, they show videos all day.
6: Well, I, I do get uh, MTV, 2 and they do show a little bit of, like, stuff over from Europe and electronic music. Not much. And they they Not showed, much. like, um, some award show, like, honoring all the people in electronic music and showing mm-hmm. their videos, and that's pretty good. But why don't they have a station where they crank stuff in, like, from satellite that comes in from, like, Europe or Germany? Right.
0: I tell you, they would kick ass.
6: I mean, wouldn't that be relatively inexpensive and they could, you know, have like really huge ratings?
0: Sure, I think so.
6: I mean, you know, they crank that sports crap on over the satellite and get no numbers. I mean right. they might actually make some money doing that. You got it. Um, anyways, I also for have you ever done a poll asking something to the effect of out of all the music stations down here on the FM, which one is the worst? Which one stinks?
0: Which one stinks? Yeah, I would say stop. all of the above would be my answer. They all stink.
6: Or I just, which, I just wonder which one stands out above the rest, and and.
0: I think we've done that. It. Oh, have you? We well, maybe not. Maybe we'll do that tomorrow. Your favorite music station, man. We might do that. I don't think we. If we did do it, it's a long time ago.
6: All right. Well, hey. In closing, I well, want like to I say Like I said, that they all suck. In closing, I'll say Britney Spears is okay, but she's no Kristen Crook. Okay. Take care.
0: Who's Kristen Crook? From Smallville, Lana. Oh, that's right. I mean, I think of Land. I don't think of Christine Crook. She's not uh She's okay. She's okay. She's fine. She's, she's, not, no Brittany. she's no Britney. She's no Britney. I mean, come on. She ain't no Britney spirit, I'll tell you that right now. Just one of, of Britney's breasts would put her to shame. Just, just one. Just disconnected from the whole... Bu- Seriously. Guaranteed. Now you all like this audience will like A1. Remember A1? My Is good Ben. Hey, Ben.
5: Okay.
2: Not Ben.
0: Here comes Ben. Look out.
7: quirk. Quirk.
5: It. It it
0: down How come uh, 95% of the good the music in the world now is from Europe? Why is that? Why is it most of the stuff here sucks? And Of course, somebody will call and say, well, you're wrong, Neil. Most of the great musicians from all time are like uh the Beatles. Oh. Beatles were American? Or like the Stones. Uh, or Elton John. Or Chad and Jeremy. Right. I mean, we got Bob Dylan. We got uh, all the uh, gangsta, the, that uh, bro music. Although there, there's so much of that over there. You can't it just... I oh, know. It's more everywhere. than you could handle. But, but I will say this. Huh? Yeah. Well, no, I'm, I, uh, some of it is actually good, for example. Right. Roll man. another blunt. See what I'm saying? Some of it. Oh, by the way, I got yeah. some more for you to do next couple days. Okay. Aww. Got some new stuff. Lots of leaps. Tons of leaps.
10: <laughs> I was going to clean my room until I got high. <laughs> I was going to get up and find the broom, but then I got high. Uh, La, da, da, My room da, 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 is still messed up And I know why Why, man? Yeah, hey, Cause I got high yeah. Because I got high yeah, Because I got high da, 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 da. I was gonna go to class Before I got high Come on, y'all Check it out ooh, uh, ooh, I could've cheated And I could've passed But I got high uh, uh, All right uh, La, da, da, I'm da, taking da, da, it next semester And it, I know why Why, why oh, man? Hey yeah, because I got high, because I got high Go to the next, go to the next, go to the next uh. I was gonna go to court before I got high <laughs> uh. Ooh, I was gonna pay my child support, but then I got high No, you would not uh. yeah. <laughs> Baked on my whole paycheck, and I know why Because why, yeah, I got high, because I got high, because I got high Gonna run from the cops, but But I was high. high. Uh, I'm serious, man. um, I was gonna pull right over and stop, but but I was high. Now I'm a paraplegic and I know why. Why, man? Because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. La, la, La la la. I was gonna make love to you, uh, but then yeah, I got high. On, I'm serious. serious. Mm-hmm. I was gonna eat your pussy, too, Now I'm jacking off, <laughs> and I know why. Yeah,
7: hell, because hey, I got off.
10: Go because I got high. Hey, over, because I got high. Because I got high. Come on, man. Come on. Go. I messed up my entire life because I got high. Go. 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 I lost my kids in white, because I got high. Say what, say what, say what, say what. Say what now downside. I'm sleeping on the sidewalk, and I know why. Why, baby? Hey, because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. La, 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 I'm going to stop singing this song, because I'm high. I'm singing this whole thing wrong, because I'm high. Bring it back, bring it back. And if I don't sell one copy, I'll know why. why. Yeah, hey, cuz I'm high, cuz I'm high, cuz I'm, I'm high. Are you really high, man? He
5: really
0: is high, man. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Four minutes to loot at 560 WQM. That Afro man, he's not bad, but I'll tell you one thing, stupid. Yeah. Five six seven oh five sixty. We got 274 votes on the poll. How much do you care about the language problem in South Florida? Eight people say there is no language problem. Eight people. That's 2.9%. Eight wise guys. Uh, I'm bilingual, so too bad for the rest of you. 29. Not at all. 31. They don't give a crap. 31 people say, <coughs> enough to avoid Dade County as much as possible. 69. That's 25.1%. That's a lot. But 50% and even 50%, 137 out of 274, you do the math. A lot. This is America. Speak English. God damn it. You miserable spix you. That's 50%. So nice to see that things have changed a lot since I left just a couple, what was it, six weeks ago? Something like that. And now I'm going to be gone four months in a few days. Boy, are you, by the time I come back in October, you won't recognize this place. Everybody will be like having a big love fest at the beach and it'll be a big, uh, oh yeah. Instead of riding, they'll be like uh, having a love-in in the streets and all kinds of stuff. Why don't we do it in the road? They'll be playing. They were from uh, U.S. too, weren't they? The Beatles? I already said that. Three minutes till noon at 560 WQM. Hey, if you would like to look just like the Beast, or maybe even a little bit better. And the good news is my little black sack has arrived. Thank you, Troy and Troy. Troy Stratford. And Troy, what's his name over there,
1: our friend from Balance for Life? Troy. I, I forget. I knew it, and then I forgot.
0: Yeah, it. good. That's a good idea. Anyway, if you want to lose some weight and get into bathing suit shape, here's the answer. Balance for life. They bring you in. Even Jeff Cohen is on it now, which is fantastic. And there's a guy who actually has his own restaurant, so he could prepare anything he wants. But he knows this is the smart way to do it. Because if you're too busy to eat the right foods, if you're tired of going shopping or eating in restaurants, they deliver you the... All the food you need every day, the perfect balance, three hormonally balanced gourmet meals and two delicious snacks, even a 16-ounce bottle of water right to your doorstep by 6 a.m. If you're going to be at work by that time, they deliver it right to your work or your home, wherever you're going to be. And, of course, this is all based on the principles of the zone, Dr. Barry Sears' zone diet, which is very complicated, very effective, but complicated. They take all the work and the measuring out for you because, like I said, all the food, it's in there, right in your little black sack. And don't forget, you even get to choose between two alternatives for each meal each day that you're on the program. I got my little black sack now, remember, so forget about your freaking meals, okay? I'm not going out to eat. Get in shape for summer starting right now it's guaranteed. You don't have to, like I said, worry about counting calories or carbs because they do all the counting for you. Call Balance for Life, 954-568-3229, 954-568-3229, or check out their website at
5: www.
8: one 497 9827 The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale.
2: This is Steve Goldstein, but you can call me Galdi. Whenever I'm in town, I listen to- Wait a minute, I am in town. It's the 12 to 1 hour! Da- <laughs>
0: they ought to be playing that, too. It's called The Beautiful by Disco Montego. Got a whole bunch of stuff they ought to be playing on PYM. But, Disney, you're a loser. Let's face it, baby. You haven't got a clue. You're done. You're finished. You're stupid. 1202 at 560 WQAM. 5670560 pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. we got Mad Dog Manage. I'll tell you one thing. He sure ain't stupid. stupid. And then we got Hank, who's definitely not stupid. He'll be here at uh, 3, doing a show at Shula's anyway. Then you got Hurricane Hotline at 7 o'clock, 8 to 10, we got a guy who, uh, well he's not- Stupid. He's just boring, Joe Zagaki. Eddie K at 10, and Joe and Mark overnight, 2 to 6. Joe, who used to be really good, till he did the show, uh, for me, for that one week with George and everybody turned on him. Why'd they do that? Was he really bad or what?
1: No, I didn't think so. No. He was Joe. Which, which I, I like. like. Yeah. I'm a big fan of his, I thought he did
0: fine. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. It's a phone call Monday, no less. Kind of a shock, kind of surprising that I'm back in town. Actually, not that it makes any difference, and kind of really shocking that we're taking calls today. We had a few that were, huh? Pretty bad. Okay, let's uh, let's try some more. WQAM. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
4: Hey, what's going on, dude? How you doing? Pretty good. Uh, let me talk to George, please.
0: WQAM. <laughs> WQAM.
4: I forgot what I was going to say because I got high.
0: <laughs> that sounded like the crow to me. Oh! WQAM.
9: Hey, good WQAM, good morning. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say that, uh, Neil, you're no Joe Pine. You're really a nice guy. I've been listening since KMOX. And I never was
0: on KMOX.
9: You weren't in St. Louis? No. Oh, well. My mistake.
0: Okay, have a nice day.
7: 567-0560. <laughs> oh,
0: I mean, the they hits just keep on coming, baby. When we took that poll that day, I finally broke down and took that poll. You know, what is it you like the least about this show? What bothers you the most? And even though it didn't have as many votes as I thought, no phone calls, that bothered this audience a lot compared to anything else. The reading, that didn't bother them. They don't. They don't mind that, but... Lack of the phone calls, just uh, tore them an ass. So here you go. I mean, this this guy was great. He's been, I'm no, I'm no Joe Pine, whatever, I mean, no, I don't have a wooden leg. And no, I'm not dead. Was it a pine leg? Oak. Remember Scott Oak from Hockey Night in Canada? No, George don't, he don't like hockey. He's like Moe, he don't like, see, you guys got something in common, you both don't like hockey. Although, you, you don't hate it, he hates it. I don't hate it. He thinks it's stupid. WQAM. QAM, hello. Not too slow for this kid. QAM. WQAM. Wow. WQAM, hello.
4: Uh, Neil, why, why would you never come back to this nonsense? Beats me. Hey, listen, can I ask you a serious question about hockey? Go right ahead. Um, why is it during the regular season they play 4-4 four four in overtime, but in the playoffs they play 5-on-5? Five five?
0: Because they because it's a whole different format. In the regular season, it's only a five-minute overtime, and if nobody wins, it's still a tie. So that was, the idea being, since they're only playing for five minutes, that it's a better way to uh, make the ice more open and uh, to break up more ties. Because obviously, nobody likes a tie; it's not satisfactory conclusion. Whereas in the playoffs, of course, I mean they play a full fifteen, uh, full twenty-minute overtime, and have a nice day. He just uh, something going on with that phone again. You notice. See, that's another reason that taking calls is a real pain in the ass because we got the Bell South people here always dicking with stuff. And by the way, I could have gone along with Jill and really gone after Bell South. Not that these people care anyway. It's just that they work for the company and they got the ability to dick with our phone lines here. And they do it. Remember that one I had real early when I started picking them up? Yeah. That, that familiar clunk sound? We we're, we're, you know, I've been doing this, I've uh, been around the block a few times, okay? I know when you asshole phone people are dicking with us. Go give Larry Mixon a big fat kiss on his Rectum. cheek. WQAM.
4: On the on the roids, homie. Can I it to Neil,
0: please. What did he say?
4: Can I please speak to Neil? No,
0: but what did you say before that?
4: I says, "Hey, homie, they're on the roids."
0: Oh, I see. It's the crow. It's the crow line. I see. I got to figure out which lingo you're speaking in. Yeah, yeah. You know something? I think I'm going to vote again on the poll. This language problem is uh, big. Yeah, go ahead, sir. Thank you. Thank speaking. You. Neil. Yeah. That's right, Neil. Okay. Whatever you say, it's not Neil, I'm not Neil. Hey listen, all you people out there in the audience, I'm not Neil. It's just a joke. Neil's up there in Toronto, I'm just down here with an imposter. Can't you tell by the bad head cold? Just a coincidence Neil had one last week. It's Joe Pine. Yeah, I'm Joe Pine, and by the way, you're listening to KMOX St. Louis. Stay tuned for the Cardinal game. Dan Kelly will be bringing you blues hockey a little later. Oh, that's right, they're done. Sorry. And so's he. WQAM. Call me, homie! Now, you, you see what I'm saying? Here's a guy that was already ringing the line before, and he had nothing to say, so here's this other asshole doing it. Uh, it. It's 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 unspeakable. I mean, what is there to say about assholes like that, huh?
10: I got your probiotics right here, homeboy.
0: Only one word for most of these calls. Stupid. WQAM. <phone rings> In fact, that's one of the better ones right there. QAM, hello.
4: Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. A uh, couple things. Um, first off, what time is it going to be over in Amsterdam when you do the show? Three to seven. That's not too bad.
0: No, it's great. That means I can sleep in late every day.
4: That's all right. You got it, made. You bet. Hey, um, something else. Uh, how come Howard David doesn't tell you his real age?
0: You didn't hear it this morning?
4: No. Nope. I, I, heard, I heard you said 69, and then you said 72. Yeah. So what is it?
0: Well, uh, what's his name? Robert Gripper told us it was 69. That's what he said, but I'm not really sure. He looks a little more like 72. He,
4: he, sounds, he sounds like a crotchety old man.
0: Okay, thanks. Hey, you're a crotchety old man, Howard. That's what this guy said. 5670560 oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Maybe, maybe I'm heard wrong. Maybe he's only 50. Nine. Maybe that's it. That's what I am. But like every, the George and everybody else said, he looks a lot older than me. Maybe he just didn't live such a you know great life. WQAM. Hello. Yes, sir.
4: Hi. Is this um? Is this
0: the radio station? I, th- I just said WQAM.
4: Oh man, this is Neil. Hey, Neil. <laughs> hey, this is the first time I ever called you. Um,
0: Who is? What, was, sta- what station are you on?
4: Uh, I'm on your station, man. But I'm outside right now, so I can't hear the radio.
0: No, I mean, I'm what just... station do you work on?
4: Oh no, 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 no! I don't work on a radio. Station
0: You're not right a radio now. guy. You sound like a radio guy to me.
4: I used to be on radio. Ah uh-huh. And
0: yeah. what station was that? Uh,
4: this place places up in Pennsylvania, and a couple of places down here in Florida. Um, uh, Country K Radio. And, I,
0: I um, knew it the second I heard that voice. I said, "There's a radio guy."
4: Well, I, I appreciate that coming from you. That's a that's a heck of a compliment. Anyways, I just got back from Germany and Finland. I was going to give you a call when I was over there, but um, you know, you weren't taking calls then. No. And yeah, I just wanted to call up now to say hi. I've been listening to you since the '80s. And um, you definitely are the best thing on the radio.
0: Yes, time. I am. And
4: you certainly are. And it's been a pleasure talking to you, sir. I'll and like and
0: congratulations on getting out of the business, by the way.
7: Oh, yeah. It's,
4: it's <laughs> Come
0: back business. Okay, yeah. thanks a lot, pal. Take care. bye Boy, bye. Bye. if that wasn't, I mean, George and I looked at each other as soon as I heard the first word out of his mouth. And, he, he, and he's got a very good voice. He's got a great broadcast voice. No, why, I think no. it was. Johnny Dark! Wasn't <laughs> it? <laughs> Didn't it John. sound like it, that to you? When I first punched it up, it, it had that tone, a little bit like Johnny Dark. But then, obviously, it was not. Because, first of all, Johnny wouldn't pretend to be somebody else. In addition to which... Johnny Dykes an asshole! Ten minutes after, now, Johnny's a good guy. I, I turned Johnny into a good guy by getting him to go over there to Europe and take all that time off after Cox canned his ass unceremoniously on the coast. And he spent all of that uh, cash he had saved up and had himself the time of his life in uh, Amsterdam and Cologne and Italy and all over Europe. Had him uh, Scandinavia. I think he went to Stockholm. I'm telling you, folks, you know, life is short. While you're still breathing, if you got a few bucks or if you can steal some or borrow some from George, you know, get on a plane and go somewhere. I'm telling you. Look at that. The Dow's down 120. Heavy cross-border shelling in Kashmir. Those crazy Indians and Pakistanis. See, what I'm thinking is we ought to tell both of them, cut the crap or else. Because if we get involved, you're going to be really sorry. And as far as uh, General uh, Schmendrick over there, Musharraf, this business of taking those thousands of troops off the Afghan border and shipping over there to India, to the border with India, they, they, unacceptable, unacceptable. But we're a bunch of pussies. We're, we're paying it. We already gave him all these incentives. For, we, we blackmailed him. Is basically what it boils down to. To be, you know, our bad guy. And now he's still threatening. Just quit rattling your spear and cut the crap. Twelve, thirteen, a uh, twelve. What is it? I don't know what time. Howard was having trouble with the uh, time this morning too. You No, know sir. We're we're just a little out of sync here. It's 11 past noon at 560 WQAM. Hey, I'll tell you one thing that can waste a lot of your day, and that's shopping for a new mattress. If you've been tossing and turning, if your back feels like crap, if you're not walking straight, well, that could be another thing. But it could be because you're not sleeping on a great mattress. The old one is worn out. That's why you ought to call our friends at dial mattress 1-800-MATTRESS. In fact, Fat Boy was in here today. This is his account. The great Jeff High, who's walking with a cane now, I notice. Very sad. In fact, Jeff just uh, he hopped on it. and didn't hop. He, like, waddled over the scale while I was in here, tipped the scale at, like, 480. Not bad. Anyway, no store in the universe can match dollar mattress for selection or exceptionally low prices every day because, like I said, I've been using them in my home for years. They give you the ultimate freedom and choice of brand name. they got the best Serta, Sealy, Simmons, and King Coil, and they always have exactly the one you're looking for, so you don't have to uh, suffer that bait and switch like most of the other joints. And don't forget, they give you that 30-day in-home comfort trial, so you can check it out, sleeping on it for up to a month if you like, to make sure it's the mattress that's good for you and your back and the way you like to sleep. Call them today. They'll be there in no time at all. Any two-hour window that you pick when it's convenient for you when you want to be home. Call one 800 mattress, the only smart way to uh, shop for a new mattress. As a matter of fact, that would be a good thing in our spot too, you know what I'm saying? Don't be stupid. stupid. Be smart. Call Dial Mattress toll free and get your mattress there in no time. At all. Don't, that would be great in that spot. Don't be stupid. stupid. Be smart. 1 800 mattress, 1 800 M A T T R E S. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S.
3: 67. Call now.
8: Weekdays at 3 on Sports Radio 560, QAM. What's the problem with George. Yeah. He's stupid. QAM
11: is not a happy place.
2: No. It's a goddamn crappy place where everybody hates the sight of your face. QAM is not a happy place. It's a stinking big disgrace. QAM is not a happy place. <laughs> got worshipers who love OJ. Backstaffing reprobates. The equipment always breaks. It's a hot and swarmy place. QAM is not a happy place. No. A real depressing place. QAM is not a happy
0: place. (laughs) 12 15 at 560 WQAM. We got the Mad Dog at 1. Here's a fax from Scott, who says, love you since you did midnights at WKPX. <laughs> yeah, that was right before I went to St. Louis, Scott, to KMOX. Right after I came back from a CKLW in Windsor. Laura faxes and says, just a quick note to thank you for turning me on to the book Shakedown by Ken Timmerman. What an excellent book, and you are
7: absolutely
0: correct, Laura. Not only is Jesse a hood and a thug, he should be in jail for extortion. This book should be mandatory reading for every Afro-American who thinks Jesse is their savior. The only thing he's here is to help himself to other people's money. He doesn't care who he steps on. He's a reverend like I'm Elvis, says Laura. And I'm only halfway through the book. Bless you, Neil, for opening up your eyes. And you're welcome, Laura, and have a wonderful life. Five six seven oh, 560 pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. Victims might address Bishop. Sexual battery will be the only issue on the agenda. Annual meeting convenes June 13th, writes Laurie Goods, uh, Goldstein in the New York Times. Speaking of Goldstein, did we ever hear any more about him? Is he? I guess he's just cooling out, huh? I guess. Because I guess I he heard went words. on Howard right before the, um, not Mo Howard, on Howard uh, Stern, right before he uh, got thrown in the slammer. I guess he's in there. Good old Al. Boy, how the hell are they going to keep him fed? Can you even begin to imagine? God. The Roman Catholic bishops of the U.S. are negotiating with groups representing victims of sexual abuse by priests over whether to allow victims to speak at the bishop's annual meeting in Dallas this month. Church sources say... It'll be the first time that the entire body of more than 400 American bishops has heard from abuse victims in the 17 years since the bishops began debating the issue. Victims groups have met several times only with small groups of bishops or with the bishops' committee on sexual abuse. The better they, they it says, they better wear their asbestos, asbestos cassocks," said the Reverend Gary Hayes, a Catholic priest in Kentucky who says he was abused by two priests as a youth and is now president of Linkup, an advocacy group for people sexually abused by clergy. "I think they're going to hear stuff that would be pretty challenging, pretty emotional, and intense," he be saying. When the bishops meet from June 13th through 15th, sexual abuse will be the only issue on the agenda, said Sister Mary Ann Walsh, spokeswoman for the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops. The bishops had planned to consider a pastoral plan for Hispanics, but that's been postponed until the bishops' meeting in the fall, she said. Several sources in Catholic organizations and the church said the bishops have already invited an unusually large number of lay people to speak at their meeting in Dallas, the sources said those speakers include Margaret Steinfeld's editor of Commonweal, a liberal Catholic magazine based in New York, R. Scott Appleby, director of the Cushwa Center for Study of American Catholicism at the University of Notre Dame, and Mary Gail Frawley O'Day, a clinical psychologist and psychoanalyst in New York and co-author of a book, a book about treating adult survivors of sexual abuse. Maybe, remember, um, speaking of O'Day, I can't read it all today. It's a good thing I'm taking calls. Remember uh, Alan O'Day? No. Wasn't that his name? What was the name of that uh undercover angel?
1: Okay. Wasn't that Alan O'Day? I don't know who sang that.
4: <coughs> oh no.
0: Well, I bet you was. Let me find the alphabetical songs here. We have no time for it at all thanks to our friends at Billboard and his big, very expensive book. Here's Under the Milky Way by Church. What am I looking for? Oh, Under the Angel. Angel. Sorry. That's what happens when you get old and senile. Under the Boardwalk, Undercover Angel, Alan O'Day. Isn't that what I just said, Alan O'Day? That's what you said. That's what I just said, isn't it? Uh Uh-huh. Nice going, Neil. Thank you. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT. I'll tell you one thing, this is sure flown by today. Maybe it's because I'm like uh, a little out of it or something. Maybe. Oh, it hasn't? I think you're just thrilled to be here. No, I'm not. In fact, I'm counting the days on just individual digits now. And it'll be bye, 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 WQAM. WQAM, Hello.
9: Yes, sir.
11: Neil.
0: Yes.
9: How you doing, Neil?
0: I'm doing great. You, Hello.
9: Yeah. Um,
4: could you tell us what happened on the Schmo Howard show? I missed it. How you
0: doing? What do you mean, Could I tell you what happened?
4: In other words, I didn't hear what happened. I've been in and out of the show all day in the car. Well,
0: no, 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 no. He invited me to come on. There. It was his birthday and wish him a happy birthday. And he invited me to sit around and we just uh, chatted and uh, that was basically it. Yeah, but what were all the fireworks? No, there were no fireworks. There were only fireworks in his mind, I guess, and your phone is driving me nuts. There were only fireworks in his mind, I guess. I don't know. I didn't I didn't notice that there was any uh, conflict in there. Did you? I
1: thought it was creamy. I thought we buttery. were having a
0: good time. And then, uh, you know, the last thing when I got up and said something about Toronto, and he said, the hockey sucks, and he yelled, bah, bah, like that, and uh, that was it. And I wandered out. And then I guess after I walked out of there, he became like, uh, started hyperventilating. Or something. Man, maybe not. You know, a lot of this stuff gets spread around. I think probably George made up a lot of it. Yeah, <laughs> and you know why he does that? The it's stupid. With George. Yeah. WQAM. Hello. Not, not a good one though at all. See, I don't get the good raspberries like you get them. WQAM.
6: Hey, got Doctor Neil. Speaking. Neil, how you doing, buddy? It's good to hear from you. Okay. You know what? I like everything about what you do. You're not complacent about anything you do. You have passion about what you do. And uh, that's all i got to say, and I still can't stall around it quite.
0: Okay, thanks. See you in Canada, Degua. Five six seven pounds oh, 560 pound, five, on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
11: Hey, all
4: the things to talk about, nobody can call in, but I uh, just wanted to relate one thing, a movie I saw this weekend
6: called Tora, Tora, Tora. It kind of... Uh, the segue is the same thing that's happening today. They knew beforehand that that attack was going to happen, but yet the CIA, you know, they still have, 60 years later, they still haven't got it figured
0: out. Yeah. Well, we knew Pearl Harbor was coming, too, but we wanted it.
6: <laughs> I don't that's know what about he's that. About. But, uh, appreciate it. Oh, is that what he's talking, talking
0: about? Torah, okay, Torah. Oh, I, I, didn't I didn't see that movie, so I had no idea what it was about. Pearl Harbor. I thought it was a Jew movie, Tora Tora. I don't know what you're laughing about. Isn't that what it uh, you know... It sounds like a Jew movie. Stupid. 5670560, oh, pound 560. Oh, that, that was the one with Eddie and Ida Cantor. Now see, that's the one time that his eyes lit up, because I'm the only one in the world old enough to know him and me and Mo about, uh, Eddie Cantor. And his eyes lit up, uh, they were running around like, a uh, pinball machine when I said that. I, something about Ida Cantor. He, he almost like, uh, interjected something like that. If you just, you know, there's nothing wrong with getting old, Mo, okay? We're all getting old. See, I think that's what he's a little bit uptight about, you know. There's nothing wrong with being old and living in Boca. There are A lot of people who live like in Cemetery Village, places like that. The South Florida is famous for that. This is where you come when you're getting ready, like when you're at the end of the road, when you're ready to die. Some of us who aren't quite ready to die yet, we're like, we're branching out in other places and getting out of here as much as possible. Because if you stay here too long, you become like one of them. And you start thinking like them and you start going Oy. like that all day and getting like uh, all upset about nothing. making big Like my mother does. You know, I got a little cold here, and of course I called her when I got in town Saturday, naturally. And she's carrying on like I have some kind of like terminal illness here. Or something. I've got a little head cold that like I caught on a plane coming back from Amsterdam to Toronto. Is it a big deal? Of course not. A little scratchy throat, which is now gone. And if I didn't have the phlegm and if my ears were wide open, I, I'd feel great. I'd feel like I was ready to get on a plane and go back. But Would it you? might turn into pneumonia. Yeah, right. But that's that's what it is. When people have too much time on their hands, they sit around and they fret and they magnify things and they make a big deal. I'm sure all of you have, uh, you know, relatives or uh, father, mother, grandfather, whatever, old people who sit around and dwell on crap and make it into a big gigantic song and a dance when it's nothing. And doing that, of course, is stupid. WQAM.
4: Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing today?
0: I'm doing fine.
4: Um. I was talking to a friend of mine. He had told me. I'm just curious because you you're talking about music today. He had told me that you used to work at She?
0: No. That was oh, right uh... after KMOX. No, I never worked at She. Oh,
4: okay. I thought so. I was telling him, he was like, yeah, yeah. No, and I used to work
0: like... on Zeta. He's got it confused with Zeta.
4: Oh, okay. All right. Just wanted to know. Thank you. Okay, you, you. you, you got got show, man.
0: Okay, thanks. Zeta, I mean anybody I guess you can confuse Zeta with she because once upon a time they were the only like rock stations in the market that was after what was uh oh jeez, one oh two, what eventually became Magic. What was that station? I was out of town. Oh. I I I can never I have a metal block on that. And it was it was you know had its own cult following. It was like hard rock. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? No. Heavy I remember Middle, Zeta, and She. No, this is what was before. Whatever been really brief. Whatever the incarnation of magic is now, I'm pretty sure it was 102.7. Somebody will know. <coughs> oh, look at that! Lime green, man. Speaking of lime green, how's Lime Time doing? My good friend Bud Foster there, at Pompano Park. I'm sorry, Roger Laviana got me all worked up about that. Saturday we had a great time at the track. I won a few bucks. Brad Kramer's got at Hazel Park, by the way. Nice going, Brad. And Randy Waples won that big half million dollar race there at the uh, Montreal at the Hippodrome, the uh, Montreal, whatever the hell it is. After they screwed him all around, and they, uh, you know, best in the world, baby. He's no Miriam Tolan, but what can I tell you? Keep her off the track, guys. WQAM, hello.
9: Hey, how you doing? Great. K one hundred
0: two. K one hundred two, excellent.
7: Thank you.
9: That was a hundred years ago. Right. I went to the uh, Cranberry Show Saturday. You like the cranberries? Yes. Oh. Uh-huh. They were unbelievable. Right. Right at the Pompano Amphitheater.
0: Yep. Anyway, that's it. Okay, thanks. K102, you don't remember that? No, I was out of town. Why? KY? Probably remember that. No. 567. Stupid. 8560. What is it? 85? Where Where'd that number come from? I just it's made five, it up. Six, I, don't I don't know. Well, get... try whatever numbers you get. Just punch the numbers on the phone, okay? Maybe Maybe it'll be us. That one guy. With that KMOX thing. Well, there have been so many of them, you know. And, and these aren't, I mean, we had in the beginning the usual idiots. But now we're getting some different idiots. And then we occasionally like this last guy with some information. It's its great. I think once every 10 years, this is a good idea. 1226 at 560 WQM. If you always put off going to the dentist because you have tremendous fear of uh, pain or neglect, like you're just going to be left there sitting with your mouth uh, whatever is happening in it, call Dr. Rene Piedrin Associates in Coral Gables where he offers you sedation dentistry. Sedation dentistry by Dr. Piedra will make you feel at ease while your dental work is being done. You'll be sedated just enough to be unaware of the treatment uh, being done, yet feel refreshed and have little or no memory of what was accomplished. Dr. Piedra does all types of dental work using sedations. Crowns, implants, cleanings, fillings, root canal, other general dental procedures. Years of dental neglect can be fixed as little as a couple of visits. And Dr. Piedra will make you feel at ease while he's doing the work with his sedation dentistry techniques. So don't be afraid to go to the dentist anymore. Get healthy teeth and gums. And believe me, your gums are important, baby. A lot of heart disease caused by bad gums. Get healthy teeth and gums for a lifetime by calling Dr. Renee Piedra and Associates to learn more about sedation dentistry. Call 305-681-1812. That's 305-661-1812. You'll find Dr. Piedra's office at 4651 Potsdale de Boulevard, just west of Lejeune Road in The Gables. Check them out on the web at Floridasleepdentist.com or call 305-661-1812. That's 305-661-1812. Don't be stupid. Take care of your teeth and gums. Talk Dr. Renee Piedra and Associates and tell them that Old Neil. To-
9: Ride! Right. He was his ward, not his pedophile.
8: At early age, John Edward displayed remarkable psychic abilities. He can reunite people in the physical world with those who have crossed over. Hi, welcome to Crossing Over. I'm John Edward. John Edward connects with a woman who really speaks her mind. I'm ready to begin.
6: Is there Stacy or Stevie? What is this? No. There's a Bill connection also to the family. No. Nope. Or Billy, or there's like a B name like Bill. Uh-uh. Okay. And Polly or Paula or Pilar. There's like a PL sound. Mm. Um, is there like a J O connection or like a like a name that would be like Joni or Janie or Nope. That means there's a BR connection in your family also. Uh-uh. What's your first name? Mary. Say it again.
10: My name's Mary.
6: Do you have a different name?
10: You're full of crap.
6: Is your mom not your mom?
10: <laughs> no idea what you're talking about.
6: Do You understand this? Are you an idiot? I'm John Edward. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next time. Of course, 12-31 at five
0: sixty WQM. Uh here's a, a fax that says I faxed this article to George, but he wouldn't read it. George sucks. This is our chronic faxer, by the way, recognize the handwriting. Uh, it's the article about Al Goldstein. Okay, I don't remember that. The only problem being, he, did, he didn't fax me the article. He faxed like the, when you go to the New York Times website. Yeah. It, like Like a lot of newspapers, there are some articles that you have to pay for, like from the archives. Right. And this is one of them. So he faxes the lead paragraph. Just before the pornographer Al Goldstein was sentenced to 60 days in jail this month for harassing his former secretary, he delivered a a stirring speech in which he claimed the mantle of the First Amendment martyr. Jail means nothing to me, Mr. Goldstein thundered, because freedom means so much to me. Six days at Rikers Island have changed his views. Six days in jail broke him, free pornographer says. And then you can purchase this article for two and a half bucks, and it says worth worth the bucks.
1: I don't remember seeing that.
0: Well, Well, first of all, if it's worth the bucks, that means he's already bought it. Why doesn't he fax me the article itself? Why should I have to uh, pay two and a half bucks? I think that guy's full of crap. Yeah. Well, now that you mention it, in fact, when you come right down to it, I think he's stupid. Yeah. How do you like that? Facts, chronic facts, you know, I don't know, he might be okay. I think he's probably, he's probably right. No, but seriously, if he, if he says it's worth the money, which means he already bought the article, so why not send it to me? I'm not going to not only that, I don't have time to like log on to the New York Times website here and start archiving and uh, cocking around on there. Send me the article, I'll read it, just because George is a hard ass. Here's another one that says, 5.30 p.m. today, non-stop to Amsterdam, Amstel Intercontinental uh, VCR, I don't understand what that means. I, I have no idea what this means. 5.30 p.m. today. Now, I see he's going to Amsterdam, Amsterdam Intercontinental. Good choice. VCRs are set. Be home to see the Red Wings win the cup on the 13th. Well, let's see. The 13th, that would be, uh no, I don't think so. Sooner than that. It's going to be four straight. Four straight, right, George? Uh. Carolina. Uh, Carolina's a uh, joke. They make me sick. It's like the year that the Panthers had the big run, and they got beat car- Colorado four in a row the Avalanche. By the way, Patrick Frog, nice hot dog goal there. That you threw it your own net, and then you notice what happened after that. Yeah, they not only lost that game, but they got blown out 7-0. They had to get pulled from the game in that last embarrassing seventh game. Because Patrick Frog is a hot dog. Makes me sick. Fired for speaking English at her government job. Zita Walensky. Claims she was fired from her job in Miami for speaking English. Somebody just faxed me this, one of our regular faxers. What is this from? It's from uh, some magazine. I don't know what the hell it's from. And here in America it says that's called discrimination. Wolensky, I wonder if she's related to the uh, Smith and Wolensky people that have the real bad meat. That brought us that horrible food that day and those beautiful steak knives that I still have. But the shrimp was good. Was it? Yeah. Well, I sure hope now is there something in my sack that I can eat after I finish with my well, doctor's appointment on the way home? Rifled through it. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just curious because you know me. Once once I get out of there, I'm going to want something. Because, you know, when you're going to have blood tests, you don't uh, eat any In fact, I I took a little uh, suck of that Hall's Mental Lipters thing, and then I realized it was one that had sugar in it. And I spat it right out. Good. When in doubt, spit it out. So I just sucked a little. Walensky, 45, worked for Miami-Dade County for 16 years. Her assignment was to answer the domestic abuse hotline and help women. And according to her personal file, bursting with praise, she did a great job. But there was only one problem. She was the only Anglo in an office full of Latinos... How do you like that? I was referred to as the gringa, the Americana, says Walensky, mother of two who is also a foster mom to kids with special needs. It was every single day, and you know what? I have a name. The cold-hearted co-workers played tricks on her, too. My boss pre- presented me with an envelope one day when the anthrax was going around and told me, Come here, could you smell this? This just came in the mail, she recalls. Big joke in front of the whole department made me look like an idiot. Made me look Stupid. One day, her supervisor said she would have to become fluent in a foreign language in 60 days. They have tapes for that. When all the Latin... Yeah, right. They worked like a charm. When all the Latin girls got pregnant, my supervisor called me in and said, Zita, this is going to be a problem. You're going to have to learn Spanish, says Walensky. After 30 days, she says her boss disguised her voice and and phoned, not liking how Zita handled the call. She fired her. She called pretending to be someone who didn't speak English, and when you couldn't communicate, she fires you, says the disgusted employee. Yes, that's how it happened. She was replaced with a Hispanic person, a spick. Howard Finkelstein, a local TV station's on-air illegal eagle, says she has an excellent chance of victory if she decides to sue. I say, go for it, honey. I'll take half, whatever you get. She's going to she's gonna get a bundle, I think. The Florida Constitution says English is the official language of the government, says Finkelstein. You can't fire somebody, somebody simply because they don't speak Spanish. It's illegal. It's illegal. And it's stupid. Lobbying groups like English First are rattling around Walensky with websites and proposed tourism boycotts. But Walensky doesn't want to make a big deal. I'm a mother of two. She says, I just want to work. I'd like to keep working for the county, but not in the same office in a place where no discrimination is tolerated. How do you like that? Working for Dade County. She worked for the county for 16 years, and they're playing games with us. this. Is a nice lady. Oh, boy. See how they work? Yeah. Then, <laughs> 342 votes on a poll. How much do you care about the language problem in South Florida we have today, especially on the heels of that Bell South thing? And now, of course, on this thing with the Zelensky lady. 345 votes. A lot. I care a lot. This is America. Speak English. God damn you. 167, 48.4% said that. No se habla español aquí. No pique de pani and and yeah uh, he was right Miguel was right about uh what is it come see come saw come see come saw come
1: see this más menos más o menos but that's uh, it's
0: uh, you know what to
1: believe it's, it's stupid prego enough to avoid Nate county
0: you. as much Will you shut up already Jesus Christ I'd rather be in Toronto enough to avoid Nate county as much as po- of course even if you didn't shut up I'd rather be enough to avoid Nate County as much as possible ninety four not at all thirty eight see only see the big drop off there only 38 say the language thing in the South Florida doesn't bother them at all. Uh, 37 say, I'm bilingual, so too bad for the rest of you, bafangula. And nine people said, there is no language problem. A whopping nine said that. Which, of course, uh, Huh? Because they're just fun us. Out of 345 votes, so almost 50% of the people out there say it bothers them a lot. Speak English, okay? Speak when you're spoken to, George. Don't what? be stupid. Five, I think he's got a point, you know? I think Howie and I are gonna be bonding a lot, talking about you behind your back. Oh, speaking of scandals, Chelsea finds a scandal, and you know, this has gotta be one of the most, it can't only be me, but this is part of the way the media decide, they just sit around, they, they must laugh at the public. People who are grotesquely, on the face of it, I mean, just nasty looking, obnoxious, and all of a sudden they decide, oh, we're gonna make, we're gonna make this one into a sex symbol. I mean, she is, Yes. As they say in Yugoslavia, one of the Me sisters. I mean, she is one of them. I mean, she looks worse than Ed Mees. That's how bad she looks. She is so freaking ugly. Even when she straightened out her hair. Did you see the picture yeah, of her I in the, that, this yeah. thing? And looks worse than she did with the frizzy hair. At least before, with the frizzy hair, all you'd look at would be the hair. The do. But now that the hair is like straightened out, you look at the face with an enormous schnoz that makes, uh, what's her name, look almost like a woman.
8: On On Fox.
0: No, on Fox, Mandich is a squeeze there. uh Brown. Chelsea finds a scandal. Is Chelsea Clinton taking her newfound glamour too far? Glamour. She's about as glamorous as a pile of diarrhea. Two British tabloids carried photographs showing Chelsea being helped from a London nightclub by her boyfriend, Ian Klaus, who's also, he's a real looker, too. (laughs) Klaus? Uh, Klaus. Boy. In fact, you know something? She she did to, her, to his hair what she used to have. It. See? She frizzed it all up. And his hair, too. The Sun and the Daily Mail on Thursday both published several photos suggesting the 22-year-old daughter of former President Clinton and Senator Henry, Hillary Rodden Clinton had too much to drink at London's Embassy Club. Bill's girl is going, going, gone. The Sun crackled in a headline. Cackled and crackled. The Daily Mail, the Daily Mile, reported that Chelsea first tried to leave the club around 3 a.m. with a coat over her head, then lost control as she stumbled and was held up by Klaus and other friends on her way to the car. (laughs) She looked very drunk, the mail quoted the sources, saying they had to pull her legs into the car to get her in. We have no comments, said Karen Dunn, a spokeswoman for Senator Clinton. Julia Payne, a spokeswoman for the former president, did did not immediately return a phone call. It's that Greg Reed syndrome again. Nobody's returning calls. So anyway, what did Mo say when he went in there and talked to Neil? five six seven oh five sixty pound five, six, 60 on the eighteenth see now that I'm here to actually see it, I realize that he's encouraging this kind of behavior by his behavior. Yeah he's loving it. Guess what, Greg? No truce. Okay? I'm sitting here I got a ninety nine share, I'm making you all the money in the world, I'm goosing up your morning drive, I'm I, I'm I'm you ought to hang on to me like a life raft. I'm your security blanket, Linus. So just hang on tight, because it's going to be a real exciting ride. Ow! That's all I can tell you. How come I didn't play any Westlife? Bop, bop, baby. Very strange video. Where they're like uh, saving this maiden. They're all locked up in jail and saving this maiden from uh, being married to this evil villain. They get into a big uh, get on the horses and bust out just in time to ride on the horse into the church and stop the wedding and attack the uh, evil uh, doer. And there's a lot of them evil doers around. God only knows Good song, bad video. Of course, you wouldn't see it anywhere. You'll never see the video. I mean, who here knows from videos, period? And who here knows from Westline? Thank God we got a break. We're not going to have time to play it.
5: I say nothing will break me, or leave me
2: Who would I'd let my mind drift so far away? I was a dreamer, now it's dead. I'm dreaming of things that's making my mind go crazy.
0: Yeah, that's what it's all about. It's, uh, like I said, song's okay, the video's idiotic. Westlife, for all our Westlife fans out there, including, uh, what's his name? Eric's wife? Doesn't she like Westlife? Didn't you tell me that, like, several months ago? If I did, I forgot. Boy, you're just, I'm, I'm serious. I think you're starting to get stupid. 18 to 1 at 560 WQM. Here's something that's stupid, that is schmitzing your brains out and watching your health go down the drain just because you're in hot, you're like a prisoner in hot, humid South Florida all during these summer months. Med is a product that'll make you feed your best and keep you in good health, keep you in the pink of good health, here in South Florida. That's right, nothing like when it's pink. Oleomed is a soft gel capsule that contains pharmaceutical grade olive oil along with vitamins, minerals, and herbals to promote health for all different aspects of your body. They have one for your prostate, one for your heart, your blood blood pressure and cholesterol. Oleomed's also got supplements for promote health in your circulatory system, your digestive and endocrine system, your skin and bones, even your mind, all using the benefits of the best olive oil that money can buy on the face of the earth. And Oleomed's got products for men and you ladies out there as well. We've got a few women in the audience, don't we? No. Five or ten? is available all over town because it's so popular now. You can pick some up at Walgreens, Whole Food Markets, Navarro Pharmacy, and Sedano's. If you want to get more information about their products, no sweat. Just call them toll free and they'll answer all your questions, so axe away. Call 1-866-Oleomed. That's 1-866-O-L-E-O-M-E-D. Order their products off their website if you like.
8: Challenge. Ed Kaplan's Game Night, Sweet nights at 10 on Sports Radio 560. QAM. So
0: here's the mad dogs in the building who says uh, it's going to be a great Dolphin season, What he said. Yeah. Now, you're not watching. Uh, go over on the other side. I never had you in here, crossover. Although, how does this damn mic work? I no, he meant on the other side of him. Like over there. See that? No, no, over here. Oh, no, you can go in there, too. I don't want to get Did too Did you, you say up. go
10: over on the other <laughs> side?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more of, of Tom Brady than you, but anyway. You're
8: sounding uh, sexy and raspy today. Raspy. I have yeah. a little, little head cold. Is that one of those stogie Nothing like a little head.
0: No, it's not. It's an it's a Amsterdam to Toronto plane cold. Oh, yeah. I got about a week and a half ago, and now it's just at the ass end. Copa Mundial, baby. But you're not watching that crap, are you? Damn straight. Get out of here. In fact, I did, I did hear you talking about that. I'm that, juiced. See, I'm monitoring you up there. I get to That's the one great thing. I walk into my studio. I can pop that thing open any time hearing you ripping me an ass.
8: Red Wings. Seven to one favorites. Is this the most lopsided First final? Race?
0: It's, it's a joke. In fact, if Carolina had any brains, what they would do would just forfeit and get it over with now. Although, uh, Mo said this morning, hockey sucks. As I was walking out, that was his last thing. Hockey sucks.
8: He's never been to a Red Wings game.
0: No, never been to a Leafs game either.
8: That would have been a better series,
0: and if we wouldn't have been injured. And I don't want to make excuses. And then Gelly chimes in with, "Well, you know, a lot of people hate the Leafs now because they're a dirty team. Hey, listen, in order to survive, that's the only way they got that far is because when you got eight eight regulars injured, your best, uh, your captain Sundin, your best defenseman, you're when you got eight regulars injured and you still managed to get through 20 playoff games. That's a hell of an accomplishment. I mean, the city was really pumped up about
8: it. I would have liked to have seen that final, Toronto. Those are the good old days. Toronto yeah. and the wet wings. Uh, completely. So you've just come back in for a couple days, just to oh yeah, get, not, to, not get too get long. Really I, I don't to want to get
0: uh, this seat too hot here. No, I, just just for a little while, just so I can see what's going on here. You know, I don't want to lose contact with what's going on. Nothing's changed. Nothing's going on. Same old crap.
8: Well, we, you know, we're well led. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> Oh, he—he he
0: was.
7: He, oh, yeah. He,
8: he right. was
0: in here this morning with his new two thousand dollar Brooks Brothers suit, telling me about, hey, look at those ratings; were phenomenal. And by the way, congratulations. You know, now that we're partners on this ten to three thing. You must have done spectacular too, because this last trend—do they even tell you about this, or just are they going to wait till we get a bad one then they'll tell you?
8: They'll tell me when it when it when it turns back. We had like a But ten, ten, still ten, people still people still ten, think they're turning into ten, your Ten show. point
0: three share in men eighteen plus, which is phenomenal. From is ten to good? three, number one by about four points, and persons twenty five fifty four number one, men and women, which is unheard of. Come on. So we kicked ass.
11: How do you explain that?
0: Talent, talent, in my amen Tommy, brother, in my autographed Tommy Brady picture on the wall there too.
8: Good to see you.
0: Good to see you. I need you. to
8: go prepare for a show.
0: Okay, now I'm not going to be back until uh, October. The uh, what is it? Fourteenth, something like that. For four months. So, really? Yeah. Just just take a look now. Of course, you know you know me. What you see is what you get. But just take a good look now and just remember what I looked like. Not much.
9: Yo, dog. It's good <laughs> talking. <again. laughs>
0: okay. Have a good show. There's Mad Dog Mandich, one of a kind. Oh, and I got to get to this facts now. George is going to get very upset when he hears this. Not. Oh, and the more I look at this fact, so it's kind of like a, uh, I don't know, it's kind of stupid. It says, to think Greg Reed even thought about canning George at the urging of some old New York fool is proof to me the guy's a jackass. Now, he's not talking about you, Mo. He's talking about Greg. He said Greg is stupid. Mo may be a good sportscaster, but you want a real morning show. Quit putzing around and put George on in morning drive. Now, see, now this is getting carried away. He'll rival Ron and Paul. George is better than anyone on that station except maybe Neil, and Greg Reed is too much of an idiot to see it, except maybe Neil. Like oh, maybe. I said, this fax is really stupid. Oh. Oh, man. How stop, much did George stop pay for that? To help me. Here's one from Lou in the Bahamas. Remember our old, good old friend Lou in the Bahamas? Come sure on. He says, next time you're in Toronto, check out the doctor's house, a restaurant slash bar, and a place to watch horse racing on screen and place your bet. Location? At Kleinberg up Islington Avenue to Major McKenzie Drive. I have no idea where that is. I haven't got a clue. Kleinberg? I know Howard Kleinberg. I have no clue. The doctor's house. I hope that's a better tip than the ones that Rimmer's uh, relatives give us, like that awful steakhouse we had. Oh. And I'm not going to start knocking restaurants in that town. I mean, I, I, I'm i not a permanent resident there. I'm just a visitor. And it's a wonderful city and I love it. And I, I just, I have no complaints. None. So I'm not going to start knocking any place, uh, Plus, you you know you ought to look on the domain thing once in a while, on our website, on the on, on my page, the
1: stats and whatnot,
0: the domain page that shows you all the different countries, the number of hits that we get on our website, okay, from all the countries all over the world. I mean, shows like U.S. and then shows American servicemen, which we get a lot, but the number from Canada is staggering. You've said that. Well, ask call Eric up. Just to, to be curious, eh, I know this is not scintillating for the audience, but you know, something too bad. We gave you a pretty good show today, and the price was right. Because F- he reset these, and I don't know whether it was May 1st that the numbers reset, or what. whatever the date was that these all like reset, because I was keeping track of them, and like Canada had like 200 and some odd thousand, and now it's like, it was when I left Toronto on Friday, well, I left Saturday morning, but when I left there and looked at it the last time, it was like 85,000. It is now 96,339. This is only Monday afternoon. That means there have been 11,000 uh, people on our we- or at least hits on our website from Canada. So what do you want? What it was before he reset it? No, no, no. I just want to know when he reset it so I can, you know, in my mind, figure um, how, how what the period of time is that we've had. He almost... resets a couple times a day. No, no I, no, I don't mean that. But when he reset it back to, like, uh, didn't it re- reset, it had it reset back to zero. Because Canada had, like, 200 and some odd thousand, and now it's 95,000. He he don't know. I guess it's on automatic pilot. So how's it going, eh? Anybody would knock Canada, man, as far as I'm concerned. Now, the French, that's another story. We don't want nothing to do with them. In fact, if the other people were smart, if they weren't so damn polite, they'd they'd not only let them secede, they would have urged them to do it. Partly we'll get lost, you know. Get rid of them. So what do you say? At least a month. Okay. Was when he I, I would think about May first. So that means we've had almost 100,000 hits from Canada in a month. That's pretty heavy duty. What are those numbers there that Miguel just handed you?
1: Those are those numbers that Manage hadn't seen. Oh, well, he's a part of that. Now I don't
0: want to say that he, you know, I want to give him this. If his head gets any bigger, then they'll start confusing him with Joe Rose. The last thing we need is two ex-Dolphin players with gigantic heads. Anyway, so the guy, and I, I apologize, because this guy is a good faxer, the one that uh, said screw you, because he thinks that you didn't read it. You probably didn't get the fax. He just didn't Did get the really fax, okay if sir? I had gotten
1: a fax about Al
0: after way uh, Absolutely, both of us. because naturally George is sucking up, hoping he gets that free trip in uh, Amsterdam, or something. Anything. Or gets to use his apartment. In New York, like Joe did. (laughs) I got to use this apartment. I almost forgot about doing this last break. But anyway, he faxes me this, and it says, uh, Al Goldstein's new lawyer, noted First Amendment specialist Harold Price Farringer, told Deborah Dowling that jail guards misplaced Goldstein's diabetes and blood sugar medication, placing the sickly 66-year-old in danger. It says he he didn't save the rest of the article, but he got out in 10 days, lost 11 pounds, etc. Lost 11 pounds. Well, that's only like 400 to go. That's not bad. It's, uh, I feel like I'm rambling now. You know, it's because my ears are plugged up. We hear you. I'm a little incoherent. Hello? Hello? Yeah, I'm on. 12.52 at 5.60. WQM, you heard me talking about the big one. In fact, I just mentioned Tom Brady only moments ago. Hey, in four short months, you can have a big one, too. Maybe not as big as Tommy's, but a big paycheck. The demand for certified computer professionals is through the roof. Pick up the phone and call our friends at Fast Train, 866 Fast Train, and don't forget summer classes are forming right now as I speak. If you call now you can be certified in your new career before the summer's over. Fast Train offers Microsoft certified instructors, four convenient locations including the new Kendall campus, job placement assistance, day and evening classes, and for those individuals whose job is affected after 9/11, Fast Train is an operation paycheck training provider. Call Fast Train 866 Fast Train now, or check them out on the web at fasttrain.com. Fast Train can have you certified and ready for that brand new career, starting to earn some real serious bucks in as little as four months. What do you got to lose except that puny paycheck? Call fast train today and be sure and tell them old Neal on Todd Direct twenty to call toll free one eight six six.
8: Phillies tomorrow night from the vetting Philadelphia. Coverage begins at 630 on Sports Radio 560 QAM.
9: Were you fudge packing? He sold 45 copies trailer park wide. Now he's back by popular demand.
2: Good day I love this rock and Billy Bob Earl Evans Third sings the Summertime Jam. I'm gonna drink my spice rum. I'm gonna tell everyone. It's Billy Bob Roll Evans III Summer Jams featuring Hella Good Hunting. Running from the bowly shot this deer out of season. <laughs> Got a freezer full of meat, so let's start eating. <laughs> Thirteen blazing tracks, including the smash single, Redneck Ebonics. Going down to the Walmarts in my Chevy Nova. Police see my coat beer and they pull me over. All I want is cocoa puffs and a glass of beer. Don't know what I did to get my ice in here.
6: Go pick yours up today. And please, pay for it this time.
0: 1256 at 560 WQM. It's almost over. Here's a fax from Preston who says, Welcome back. We missed you. This is America speak English or whatever they. if you want to speak. Well said, Preston. Please pay any Aussie bit. Well, sorry, but uh, no time. Do we have any time for that? No. We'll start tomorrow with some Aussie bit. Like Meet the Osbournes. I like that one. Yeah, it's a good one. Anyway, here's the rest of that story, or some of it anyway, the Al Goldstein story, which I'm sure that everybody out there in Radio Land (coughs) may or may not want to hear. We got 400 votes, even, on the poll. How much do you care about the language problem in South Florida? A lot. This is America Speaking English, 198. That's 49.5%. Almost half of this audience cares a lot. God Uh, damn it. Enough to avoid Dade County as much as possible. 107 at 26.7%. Not at all. 43. I'm bilingual, so too bad for the rest of you. F off. 43. And there is no language problem still stuck on yine. Nine clowns. Andy Newman writes in the New York Times. This was back on May 18. May 18? It's like two weeks ago. Just before pornographer Al Goldstein was sentenced to 60 days in jail, <coughs> this month for uh, harassing his former secretary, he delivered a stirring speech in which he claimed the mantle of First Amendment martyr. <coughs> yeah, I think I'm going to choke to that right at the end of the show. Must be the broccoli coming back. Uh-oh. although I have a feeling it's that phlegm. Why, you know something? Why don't they have a thing, a device? I mean, they can suck out the fat. They have those things where they, those what do they call it, liposuction? Right. Why don't they have a device that they can put into your, like, um, mucus glands? In your lungs?
1: No, the mucus doesn't come. Is it in your lungs? Yes, mucus comes from your lungs. I thought it came from your mucus glands. Yes, there is a tube that they can stick down into your <laughs> lungs, like when you have uh, pneumonia. Right. Or something, too. So why
0: that, why, when you have a bad cold, why don't they, or uh, the flu or something like they that, go why to the they hospital
1: have? and uh, they, they can pump your lungs.
7: And they can suck it out? To an extent. I mean, not that I have that much, but it's just annoying. Uh,